Beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The veteran gamer re-enlisted. Episode 25. Fuck it, I give up. Take what you want. What's up, veteran gamers? Welcome back to another edition of the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and talks shit. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined here by one of my best friends, Ray. Yeah, yeah. And we have a special guest here today, um, another guest as always. We are joined by uh, the man in the dress himself, our good friend, the fat kid on the inside, Phyllis. <laughs> Phil, how's it going? Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was our gayest. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. The, the butters. The butters of the group. Hey, hey guys. Hey, hey, guys. Let's go. Yeah, what's, what's, up? Up? what's up? What's up? How's it going? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so awesome. Phil, uh, if you were following the Facebook, um, you saw us over at uh, the SoCal Open, um, the chubby kid in the dress, um, that was uh, Phil over here. The flat-chested girl. Yeah, the flat-chested girl <laughs> with the love handles, yeah. You know, we got to get kind of drunk. To, He's uh, getting so mad over here, I keep calling him fat. <laughs> I'm I wanted you to kind of get fucking I'm uh, not fat. I'm actually drunk. probably better shaped than 90% of you right now. I could still probably take you, though. It'd be a good fight. Yeah, I'd walk away knowing I was in a fight. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Phil, this is your second time on the show. We had you on with, um, yeah, it is. Dude, this is like my fourth. Oh, I don't count like the... No, the recaps, they don't, those aren't... Not the recap, but it was the end of the day one, SoCal. Oh, yeah. I guess, if we want to count those, okay, okay, you've been on the show a couple times. Yeah. But I was talking about like, the, we had you on with Tyler, um, and we This were is talk- like an exclusive. This is like oh, a yeah. private session with him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you actually have like an actual mic you ain't sharing this time? Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and... And uh, you're actually going to talk into it, too, this time, right? Yeah. As I, opposed I, I, to talking into it from over here. No. I, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I got it. I got it. Well, he, he actually does, has a mic this time. So he does have a mic. Did you yeah. have one? Give us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been playing and all that shit? Um, what the fuck do you deal with? Okay. West Coast Arsenal captain. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I've been playing modeling since I've been eight years old. I'm 27 now. You've been modeling on the catwalk? Yeah. On the catwalk, yeah? Yeah. Do your little turn? There's drag queens Fuck everywhere. You. On the catwalk. <laughs> so, I've been playing since I was eight years old, 27 now, so however many fucking years that is. Uh, worked at G-Dub for a little while. New to Guard, somewhat, in 8th edition. Played Guard in 7th, so that means I just stopped playing in 7th and started turning uh, playing in 8th, or playing AOS. Now I'm playing in 8th, and Guard are in a weird fucking spot right now. We kind of saw the stars for a minute. And I kind of feel like we're hurting again. A little bit. A little bit. With the conscripts. Mm, I don't know. No. Eh, I, I do. I don't care what you say. I, I don't I don't think that guard or what they were prior to that conscript, fuck you. Yeah, you went from being broken to being just really good. Uh, questionable. I'd say we're top middle tier right now. I think if you look at any Imperial list that does not... Any top tier Imperial list is going to have some sort of guard conscript in it. Conscripts are dead, dude. You, you, it, conscripts are dead. I don't uh, care unless you take Valhalla. So, so for for LVO, I don't think they're really dead. I mean, you can still use big units. You can combine 
uh, units to make one big unit that that are the whatever the troops. The other that are non-conscripts, right? Um, right, right. But, okay, you're talking about conscripts. You can still make them fearless. with a. There's a relic. There's a pistol that does the same shit that makes them fearless. Right. With two CPs because God knows fucking Imperial Guard has more CPs than anybody in the fucking three tables left and right we of you. We definitely fucking need them. There's another we need them. Table we need them, though. Granted. So that means you have one unit that's always fearless and you get those back. You'll probably get one or two, if not both, if you just incredibly every time. Because every time I play an Imperial player, they about 80% of the time don't spend a CP, yet they still do shit with them. So... I, I don't for that reason, right? You got the you got the CP expenditure, and then you have the fucking pistol, and then you could you if you really want screens, you could run a battalion, and then have the one uh, whatever uh, regiment that has you only lose like one or some shit like that. There's one of the regiments that have make them kind of pseudo fearless, and and then it's not going to work for LVO, but then the week of LVO, there's going to be this weird gold light that comes and then like tinkle their fancies and this guy stands behind them and makes them fearless again. Yeah, once the Custodes book comes out and we get that guy with the banner that makes all Imperium fearless within six inches, Conscripts will be back, 100%. I won't be running Valhallen because I, I don't... Valhallen are great if you don't want your guys running, I think, but then you're taking away so many other things that you can have. So you're I'm, not you're not taking you use one detachment as a battalion and those are your fearless and that's your screen that's your screen detachment right but you have to make an entire entire battalion focus around Valhallen okay but this is about you so you play guard so and, yeah and you're bitching about them even though they're good no I am but <laughs> honestly what what I'm looking at and I, and I and I hate to be going into LVO already thinking past LVO but between talking to you between talking to James Carmona. I think after LVO with this new banner coming in, I'm running Catechin. A whole bunch of conscripts, strength four, fearless, with a priest and uh, Colonel Ironhand Strachan. These motherfuckers, three attacks apiece, hitting on fives. Okay, well, this, this isn't a fucking Imperial fucking goddamn podcast. Nor is it's it an Eldar a- podcast it's for the most of the goddamn time, so <laughs> let, let's talk about some guard right now. <laughs> okay, so everybody, that's Phil. He, he, he apparently sucks the dick of fucking guard and the emperor himself. He's all up. He's balls deep in guard until Dark Eldar come out. <laughs> this is not supposed to be a very long podcast. They, they, they always end up running long, but I'm just saying. We always do. We always do. Uh, beer, so, what, what got you into? Uh, real quickly, you said you worked for for GW for a while. What did you do with GW? I was a fucking floor sweeper. Fucking a jizz mop. Yeah, I, I, I was. Fucking 19 years old, almost 20 years old. I worked for a couple, not, I don't even think a year. I just got the job because a guy who I grew up with worked with him. He became assistant general manager. He hired me and I worked there for a couple, I want to say like fucking 10 months. When This is back when they had two-man stores, three-man stores. Fuck, I think there was... Actual stores, actual yeah, customer service, open seven days a week and, and actual tables to like play Two at. guys who are PRN. PRN's kind of like on call if you don't know the medical field. Um a whole bunch of part-timers and shit like that but this is this is back in the golden age of g-dub stores not this whole one-man store fucking i'm not afraid to say it douchebag motherfucker who stores open from 10 a to 11 a.m to 7 p.m yeah close on sundays and mondays and there's you can't even whisper the word competitive in the store 
or you'll get looked at like you're the fucking whore of Babylon. Okay. Well, I look at you like that all the time anyway. Well, I'm, okay. I'm not a whore. <laughs> can you can you point me in the direction of the whore of Babylon? Whore of Babylon? Yeah. He's not here right oh, now. Oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> if it, for for the radio listeners, which, oh, that's right, you which can't is see all that. of you, Andy pointed at Phil. <laughs> Just right over here to my left. Uh, so what got you into 40k? You want to you want to hear this fucking romance right now? Yeah, I want to hear what you do. I, every part of the show, I ask him what got you. Get, tell me the time you decided that I want to give away all my money to W. If you uh, would have looked at the show notes, you would realize there's a whole section on introducing you. It's sad. Uh, my my best friends have a podcast, and I listen to it fifty percent of the time. More than this show, apparently. Yeah, okay. I, I'm sorry. It's cool. I, honestly, I see you guys enough. I don't want to fucking hear you in my fucking living room. <laughs> I hear your fucking fat faces enough. I don't want to hear it in my living room. But what got me into fucking 40 I'm so, gotta, so glad gotta, we decided to bring him on the show at this point. <laughs> Fuck. You, you don't got to listen in your living room. I mean, the bathroom's fine. You want me to listen to the bedroom That's with fine. Amy? That's cool. Or without Amy, by yourself, you know, under the sheets. Over the underwear? You know, all the times when you get grounded, you can just put us on. And you. I don't get grounded. She just comes home with new cats. <laughs> that was a great weekend. No, true story. Fucking Ask Gamers Haven and David Cuts. David Cuts, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. But no, I, it was Christmas, around Christmas time. I grew up on the East Coast. I'm from Maryland. I'm not from this fucking shithole West Coast. And... I was walking down with my dad, eight years old, and I looked through the window, and I saw the different display cases and stuff like that, and I was like, Dad, I don't know what the fuck that is. I want it. And my dad did models. He was a big World War II model guy. His dad fought in World War II. Did he paint the red pants blue? Yeah, 40-year-old virgin. Somehow he had me. Immaculate conception. <laughs> so I was like, I want that. And that was a lot of big words. Yeah. For Christmas, my <laughs> fucking <laughs> uncle gave me a bunch of boxes, and... The rest is fucking history, man. I've been playing for a fucking long time. I, I'm not playing competitively long. I, I started playing competitive when I met these fucking guys. And that's when I ruined fucking Warhammer for myself. <laughs> that's when the fun got sucked out. <laughs> I was having fun up until I met Ray and Hayden. <laughs> oh, no. And they turned it into competitive. And the rest is just a job. <laughs> but, but if you win, it's fun. Only when I win is it fun. If I don't win, I hope you don't have drywall. And then you want to hit holes in every piece of it. And then you wear a dress. Yeah, that happened once. That happened once. I don't know. You know what? Hey, the worst worst part about wearing that dress wasn't the looks I got. It wasn't the high fives or hugs that I got. It wasn't the guys coming over saying, what what bet did you lose? It was the fucking chafing under the underarms. (laughs) Guys, when you wear a dress... It it's built for a female, so if you have like broad really, shoulders, yeah, yeah, what? what? <laughs> no, if you wear a dress, it chafes under your underarms, and I, it was fucking. I met James Carm. James, I went James's fucking parents at SoCal Open, and I'm like, hi, my name's Phil. I'm nice to meet you. And his dad comes to me. He's like, you're a little red under the uh, underarms, and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so Enough thank you. Said. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's fill everybody. Thanks, and I lost Phil. that game. And I lost that game. So don't ask me any more fucking stupid questions. <laughs> Chafing underarms, Stinnett. Thanks very much for uh, showing up the show and tell us about yourself. Um, today we have a big show. 
I'm going to keep it tight because we're getting ready for LVO. Unless, you know. Still got shit to paint. Yeah, shit to paint. Base. Games to play. (laughs) That kind of stuff. So, in today's show, um, we're going to get caught up on some of the news that's happened. The the big news was, of course, the Chaos FAQ. Um, Suck it, dude. Including Chaos Space Marines and the Death Guard. That will be in effect for the LVO, and it will change the way a lot of Demon and Chaos Space Marine players are going to try to play. Can you still Deep Strike, Magnus, we're getting and there. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of LVO lists, tactics, and preparation. And this will be mu- not just for LVO. This is for any tournament, any major tournament you're going to. This would be some good advice. Ray's got a lot of stuff in the show notes about um, uh, how to prepare yourself for and when you're at a tournament. So if you want to get good, I highly suggest you listen the fuck up. Um, and then, of course, we got the, the news that came out. Of course, this week we got um, two new codexes coming out. Um, in quick succession, of course, we have more Imperium and Chaos. Hooray! Um, we got a Death Dude, Custodes. You don't get many codexes, all right? It's eighth edition. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Adeptus Custodes, and we got Thousand Suns, and there's some rumors in the future of some It'll upcoming. A nice little tasty treat of what is to come at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, a nice little do, tasty treat. Do, question. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but do we. There, there do we is do no, AOS? Like, there is no raising the hand or saying excuse me or whatever. You just fucking talk. Okay. Well, do you guys fucking do AOS? We don't talk about it at all. At all here, but no. It's a 40K podcast. But if you okay, want to talk well, about it. Hey, guys who play AOS also, uh, the new Death Battle Tome is coming out soon. and Oh, with Nagash. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I play Death okay, for AOS. Okay, so Patreons. <laughs> um, Andy, you want to take that away? Uh, yeah, we got some we got some mailbag information. We do a little uh, some record keeping here. Um, we got some uh, 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 so patron news and some mailbag. Um, so first in the patrons, uh, David Cuts, Do big shout out the mail sack, the mail sack, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to the female sack. Well, females shouldn't have sex. You want to call this the, the hairy sacks episode portion uh, of the episode? We just went down a rabbit hole. We did rabbit hole or the shaved sack. Let's reel it back in. I don't know. I was just thinking about sex. Anyway, Let's reel it back in b- the big dice club. The Big Dice Club. David Cuts, we gave a shout out to him last week. He had joined the Big Dice Club. Well, he had upped the ante and he went from the $10 level all the way up to the captain level, joining Francisco at the head of the Big Dice Club. So, of course, we'll be sending him a half of the Death Guard half of the Dark Imperium set um, that's sitting right there, right in front of us. Uh, that means we've got one more set to give away as soon it's as we hit. behind me. The, or behind you. Well, it's in front of me. Um, but one more set to give away as soon as we hit the $75 a month level and we are approaching that very shortly so um big shout out to david cuts thanks for supporting the show um you're a big friend of the show we love going out to gamers haven if you have not been out to gamers haven check them out on facebook um they have a monthly 40k rt which is always a lot of fun to go to we've gone we've talked we've had after the show reviews of it um it's always good time. every because it's on a sunday i mean i used to not have weekends off so yeah those are the only terms i could go to so, you know small Good it's usually guys 10 guys, but if it's, you know, it's, it's always a fun day there. Um, it's a cool little club. It's not a store. It's a club. Um, and it's a fun time. If you haven't checked it out, check them out on Facebook. Um, Gamers Haven is called like your place for games or something like that. The whole title of it. You'll find it. We'll, we'll put a link in the show notes sure, for it. Sure. I just know there's tournaments there. Yeah. Well, What's up? Just, uh, again, I went to a tournament recently. Oh, that's I, right. You went yeah, last I, week. Yeah. I went to, I went to a tournament this Sunday at Gamers Haven. I've been to a couple now at this point. And David, again, is the fucking man. Every time I go there, I feel at fucking home. He barbecues for us. He cooks for us. Uh, you you just feel fucking good going in there. And big news for him, he just told us this past Sunday that he got a new spot. And he'll be moving into a bigger and more 
homie spot if oh. that's even possible. Homie spot? Because I when I walk through those doors, I feel like I'm at home. going to be like... Right, none of your family's going to be there, right? No. Oh, okay. No, well, there's I, no mariachi music, but David might be in the back fucking grilling some hamburgers and hot dogs for you, and it just feels like fucking home. I, he, he told us this weekend, he's like, I got a new spot, we're going to be moving soon, and David, I don't know if I'm not supposed to be spoiling this or if you haven't made the announcement yet, but you told us, and I, I'm fucking excited for Gamer Saving. I really am. It's, I, I'm, I'm just happy for him. Well, that's fantastic news. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, I'll, I'll give David a call, and maybe we'll do a little talk about it. Um, uh, that's going to be cool. Is, is it closer? I, I have no idea. I didn't have time to ask him. I was super hungry after I lost that day. I wanted to go get something oh, to eat. Oh, shock and awe. The fat kid was hungry. <laughs> Here we <laughs> go. Full circle. <laughs> but Dave, hey, great news. But thanks for supporting the show. Um, and we'll, we'll talk to you about the upcoming uh, move and the new location here shortly. Um, also, back in December, and I'm... I apologize for not getting to the sooner. Uh, guy J. Rodriguez, um, he donated twenty bucks back in December. Um, it wasn't a recurring um, donation, so that's why I missed it. Um, but I wanted to make sure we gave a shout out to him. He donated twenty bucks back in December. Um, really helped us out. Probably bought some, got got us some beer money for a week, which is fantastic. So cheers to you, J. Rodriguez. I'm, I apologize for not getting to you sooner, but thanks for supporting the show. Yeah, man. Thanks, yeah. dude. Appreciate it. Uh, the mailbag. Uh, we had more reviews. I'd be threatening you guys. I, I've been threatening, I'd be threatening you guys. I've already had two of these beers and I'm already feeling good. Um, I've been threatening you guys to leave us ratings and we got a, a rating from a five star rating on iTunes from Qualm. Uh, he gives us a five star rating. He says, don't listen at work. It's the name of the, the review. The title, uh, the title of the, this review. Yeah. Uh, I listen to these guys at work. Thankfully, with headphones, it can be hard to control my laughter sometimes. Also, they make flying monkeys seem tame. Shameful name drop for my homeboys, my my, my hometown guys. Well, the uh, flying monkeys are a bunch of like choir boys, so yeah, they're they're so polite. Yeah, I mean, anybody thinks that they're rude. But once again, this is the power of marketing. This is the power of reaching out. Um, so fuck you, TFG Radio. Um, this is what happens when you help people out. Um, and the guy says, uh, Quan says, keep up the good work. I've actually learned a little bit about 40K from you guys. So actually, we taught this, you know, it wasn't just beer and dick jokes, which you know, I'm okay with, you know, at this point. But, you know, if we teach somebody something well, along with some beer and dick jokes. Well, we, then- we talk about, you know, 40K and like... Out of us three, I take it really serious. And sure. You guys are also getting better. But like I messaged you earlier in this week, we'll talk about tactics like at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, there's a, so being at the end of the LVO, we'll do an LVO recap next week. It's probably a two-week-long set of recap. But we'll kind of launch in. We'll, we'll kind of update the show a little bit. It'll be a new ITC season. Some new things are changing. Things are coming up. So you're going to see some changes here with the show as well. Um but uh, Qualm, thanks for the shout-out. Thanks for the five-star rating. Um, and actually, if, if you can't afford to donate to the show, I totally get that. I mean, it's only a do- for as little as a dollar a month, you could support the show. But actually, just the reviews on iTunes alone help others find our show. And it's a real big help to us. So if you got five minutes to drop us a five-star rating, give me a two-star. Give me a one-star rating. But just give us a quick rating on the show. Um, let us know how we're doing. It really helps us out. Let, let helps others find us and you know what we're talking about. Um, but of course... The last and most important review, the one I care about the most, is Patty. Patty from Kansas. She's reaching out to you, Andy. She's reaching out to me. She cares. And who is it? Who is this? So what, what is going on here? 
<laughs> I haven't heard this yet. Okay, so Patty, so we have a sister podcast. That's my mom's name. Yeah, so we have a... Okay, this could... Yeah, this could work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this could work. <laughs> this Wait, could work. Our, sister, our sister's in Kansas? We have a sister podcast, okay. the Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Okay. Um, these guys reached out to me a couple months ago. They reached out and touched me a couple months ago. So they liked what we were doing. They were uh, wanted to help early. promote and cross-promote each other. Right. Um. This the guy Bam, who's the head of their, who's kind of the Andy of their podcast. Um, he was at Fort Riley, Kansas. That means I'm Matt. Um, there's no way I'm fucking Duncan. <laughs> there's no way I'm that gay. If if there are sisters, who who is everyone? Break Duncan is Alex. Matt has got to be the Alex because Matt doesn't talk as much as the rest of the two. Well, Alex tries to talk, he just gets shut down. Oh, okay, okay. Well, maybe Matt's getting shut down too. But so they reached out to me. Well. Patty is Matt's mom. Oh. And Bam has a love affair. I won't say a love affair, but a crush on Matt's mom. Uh, Patty. She, she got him a present for Christmas. She did. She invites him out to dinner. They're going to go out to New York together. To by go themselves? See, I don't know by themselves, but as a family. <laughs> He's invited out to family of functions. Okay, okay. But Patty's a hip lady, you know? Um, so um, when I when I reached out to them, I gave a shout out to Patty in the beginning, and she appreciated. She got back to me, and uh, I began her shout outs ever since. Well, she gave us a five star review on Facebook. Thanks, um, I think it's much deserved, man. Thanks, and Patty, Patty says, "Y'all, my second favorite podcast. The Flying Monkeys will always be my number one." Well, out of the two podcasts she listens to, I'm glad I'm her second favorite podcast. <laughs> I, I'm glad that when she's thinking about number two, she's thinking about us. That's awesome. <laughs> that makes sense. And that, and that is my favorite time. So. <laughs> so, Patty, thanks for the love out there. Uh, Patty's love's for everybody. I'm doing my best to make it out there to Kansas in June. I hope to see you there. You gotta watch uh, but- out. Matt's gonna kick you in the dick. <laughs> Did you see that comment? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. But uh, Patty, thanks for the shout out. Much love. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully have some more more stuff for Patty. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you there in June. Um, but uh, lastly, but not least, in the introduction section, we have what we are drinking. So Ray was gracious enough to provide the beer this time. So Ray, tell us what we're drinking today. Beer. Beer. No, it's, uh, <laughs> here it's a local brewery. Brewery, like uh, you know, we always do. We like to support uh, local local scene. Support yeah, your yeah. local brewery scene. Yeah, uh, it's a garage brewery down here in Temecula. I don't know what street is it off. Uh, Jefferson. Jefferson. Jefferson off here in Temecula, right off 15. Uh, I got two different ones, two growlers. I thought that would be good enough for the three of us. Uh, I got one growler, 64 ounce of a apple pale L, an apple pie pale L. Now, when I heard it, I was telling you, Andy, when we started, uh, I walked in there, a little blonde girl. You know, tell tell me about. Uh, I want to get you growlers. And those little blonde girls. Uh, you got to look out. You know. Yeah, usually I get blondes, but I I mean this I turn it out with an apple pie. Uh, she she uh, told me that there's this apple pie, and I was just like, yeah, that sounds really gay. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking it right now. It's not gay. It's, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> no, no, but there's more to the story. Like I was like, okay. that sounds really fucking gay. Like I don't want to drink apple pie. But then she was like, oh, but it's also eight dollars right now. And I was like, cool. You can pour me a growler <laughs> of apple pie, and uh, also give me a taster, please. So took a taster, took a uh, taster. It sounded like, oh yeah, we, all we have is dick right now. Oh no, I'm not. It's only eight dollars. Okay, give me okay, a little I'll, dick. I'll, give me the dick. <laughs> and whatever tip you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you want to think about it that way, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> 
so Ray don't put anything in his mouth for eight bucks. <laughs> so then I was going. They they have a, a list. Of, there's about like a dozen on there. So I'm just going down the list. Like just give me one. Just bring them. Right. Just tasting them. And then once I got down to the to the seven point four whatever, it was a inline IPA at seven point six percent. And I was like, this one's perfect. I'm after, drinking that one right now. After yeah. I already had all tw- all twelve tasters. Yeah, all twelve tasters. You're drunk already. Like this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> this one's good. And I took that was the second one. So yeah, two growlers, apple pie, pale L, and inline IPA. Uh, great. And we'll let you know what we thought of them at the end of the show. So that seems like a perfect chance to take a break, uh, put some fresh beers in us, and take a piss if we have to, and we'll be back with some sucking demons. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Today, I'm joined by my wife, Tiffany. hey And we're here today to talk to you about... Touch you. Touch you. You want to touch me? Yeah, I do want to touch you. We're here to talk to you today about Sky High Comics. Everyone knows that Andy likes to shop at Sky High Comics for 40K. But my wife, Tiffany, she likes shopping there, too. What do you have to shop there for? Um, I go there for comic books. And I also shop there for Warhammer products. I get my AOS there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know, Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated business right there in North County, San Diego. Now, Veteran Gamer, we like to support our local gaming stores. We like to support veterans because, of course, it's the Veteran Gamer. And we like to support cool dudes like Raul. What do you think about Raul, baby? Raul's pretty cool. Raul's a pretty cool guy. He's very knowledgeable about the products that he carries. He carries... Oh, Pokemon. I forgot about Pokemon. He carries Pokemon cards and deck boxes and magic and he's really passionate about the stuff that he has there and yeah that's what i'm talking about so if you're a nerd if you're a neckbeard you want to get your game on you want to get your nerd on check out sky high comics in north county san diego you can check them out online at skyhighcomics.com so then ladies back to the show up the show man i need the quiet i can hear you whispering i need the quiet so i can cut out all the bullshit background noise motherfucker sorry so welcome back guys (laughs) sorry (laughs) fucking add phil over here which needs to go outside and stroke it and have a cigarette between each segment anyway we're back uh we'll be talking a little chaos faq um, the suck it demon the section. suck it demon section of the show um when the chaos codex landed there was a lot of um, dream hammering, I guess we'll call it, going on. A lot of neckbeard masturbation. Trying to read a fucking codex how they wanted. You're trying to, trying to break the game with this codex. Uh, so GW, quick, fast, and in a hurry, and in anticipation of LVO, it even posted about LVO about it. Like, just before LVO, we're launching this, so it's going to be live for LVO. A Chaos FAQ, which also includes some um, Chaos Space Marine and If you would have put that into Google Translator, it said... Demon suck it. Demon suck it. <laughs> in French, German, Swahili. Yeah. You just, oh. you just, you just you hit Google Translate, you oh, hit the little fuck. speakers and said, suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Go put it in there. Suck it. Right. Go put it in there. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. See what happens. So um, we just got the chaos, chaos FAQ. Um, what I got, the big things I got out of this, I'm not going to go the whole rundown of the FAQ, but the biggest things we got out of this one were uh, Maggie and Morty are not deep striking. Do you hear that, Josh? It is written. <laughs> you cannot written. do it. Yeah, but it's not just Maggie and Morty. It's a lot of stuff. So the the, the big the big words here are um, remove so guess, demon. This, since this is an actual very important one, like oh, f- this is going to be out 
when people are driving to LVO or flying yeah. LVO. Yeah, it's out now. Um, yeah. The FAQ, I'm just going to read oh. verbatim. It's, uh, the question was, when a stratagem for Codex Chaos Demons uses the demon keyword, can it be used to affect any unit with the demon keyword or any unit with the demon faction keyword? Answer. These stratagems can only affect units with the demon faction keyword. Right. And that and that means only things in that codex. Now, at the time, you're thinking like, oh, well, there's a, you know, the Lord of Skulls, that's a demon, and obliterators that are demons, and there's a, there's still forgeable things that haven't been clarified. So those are up in the air. Weren't Maggie and Morty also demons? Maggie and fa- Morty were, were faction well, demons, right? They, those were keyword demons. Oh, keyword demons. Okay. Yeah. But to fix that, they also did an FAQ for Chaos and... Uh, Chaos Space Marines and Death Guard. And Death Guard. Yeah. To where they removed a lot. And you have that in here, Andy. You want yeah. To- so the big words here were in the magenta um, that they usually like to do it. Um, for Chaos Space Marine and Death Guard, the, the key words here are remove demon from faction keyword line and add demon to the line... The keyword line, um, and these units include possessed and plague drones for the Death Guard, and obliterators and corn Lord of Skulls for the Chaos Space Marines. Imagine deep striking a corn Lord of Skulls <laughs> next to someone's shit. Like, yeah, so so I knew <clears throat> Maggie and Morty didn't have the demon up there, right? But I I for, totally forgot about the Lord of Skulls, and I heard other podcasts talking about it, and I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, because that motherfucker moves. That motherfucker's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's not shit unless he gets up close. Because once he gets close, then he's like, you know, his no, it's it's just there's not much to talk about because it can't happen. But like, right. there's a lot of things. Oh, I just you know intercept you like you know LR does it and so it, uh, guard can do it, Imperium can do it. And it's like cool. I want to be intercepted so I get hurt. Right, because the more I wounds I take, you. the harder I hit you. Which yeah. is invuln five up. Just out of curiosity, I, I just uh, he that. was a demon, so you had to probably have five of him, but he probably five better than one. that. But no one runs Corno to Skulls because it's so expensive. But because you couldn't ever get him close enough, because everyone just focused him, right? Right. But if you could deep strike him, take a round of shooting, the more wounds he takes, the better he becomes in close combat. Could he charge after he deep struck? No. Well, he could if he made the charge. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't so know. So you'd three D six. You would have to like warp time him or something if you could. I don't remember if you could. You can. Yeah, you'd have to warp time, which you would want to, of course. You know, get him close, and then he would charge you, and they would just like destroy you. And because he's a super heavy, he can then back away out of combat, shoot and assault again. So he would be on you. It would, turn it would one. have been really good. It would have been fantastic. That's a burning plane. That's right. not going to happen. Right. It's it's done. But okay. So this FAQ took care of that because people were like losing their minds for match play or this is everything this is everything okay, okay. yeah so the the FAQ the question and answer portion of the FAQ um which settled the that portion but then they chose the specific unit that had the demon keyword in the faction section they removed it and just moved it to the keyword section i know it's kind of kind of confusing cuz we're saying keyword and keyword like, but there's the there, faction keyword. When you look at your data slates, when you're going down the bottom, the last two rows of every data slate, there is a faction keyword, and then there is a keyword. Keyword, yeah. And the keywords is basically how anything interacts and use stratagems and stuff like that. But then there's the the faction. The factions with stratagems is, come is in. where the stratagems are actually coming from, like what right. book. So when your stratagem says, from, you know. Heretic Astartes. Heretic Astartes. That means. Yeah. Chaos. Space means, Marines, yeah. Uh, chaos Space Marines, that means Plague uh, or Death Guard, and it will soon to be 
Thousand, Thousand Sons. Sons. And you can you can fucking mix and match currently because that's how they have it. And faction keyword demon means it's a the demons codex, right? The demons codex. So it was weird, and all these people arguing over the internet, like, like I don't know. It's like they forgot. Like demons are their own faction. Codex. Like yeah. I know you're always yeah. running them together, but yeah. they're their yep. own yep. faction. Yep. And well, the index confused it, right? Because the index faction keywords were cross hatching one another. Obliterators had the demon faction keyword. Well, that's because there's they are they're essentially they're demons, demons, right? Essentially. But the thing is, it confused. It, it, ah, they're possessed. But still, I mean, possessed were also taken out of the. They were not originally. They're not demons, full on though. demons. They're see, just I'm, pos- I'm a fluff yeah. guy. I, I I see that. I'm. Like, I know no, you're a fluffer. I yeah, got you. I, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 That's one for Andy. Yeah, there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I get him to say, "Oh, fuck you,", you know? <laughs> so that, so anyway, you were saying? No, they're just, they're just. Uh, it, it, oh, doesn't matter. We're talking competitive fluff. Are you talking, you, are you talking fluff? Yeah. Okay, so that was pretty much it of the chaos <laughs> FAQ. <laughs> so next uh. up is we have. LVL list tactics and preparations. We can well, roll right for into two this. of us. Yeah, we can roll right into that because we actually didn't need much time on that one. Um, but yeah, the LVO list tactics and preparation. The reason I put these back to back is because the chaos FAQ is really going to affect a lot of people's lists a week before the tournament because there was a lot of people. It, sh- it shouldn't have. I mean. It- Yes, it's going to affect, you know, that neckbeard that was on Facebook, like, oh, I can do this, rabble, rabble, rabble. When Reese, Frankie, the LVO guys that judge them are like, you're no, not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do Don't this. Don't even think about it. Take it out of the back of your mind. Shouldn't even plan to do it. Yes, it's not in writing. Shouldn't even plan to do it. Probably shouldn't have had that list, right? But you know, there's a guy in like, Pasadena. There's a there's guy. A, there's in a San guy. Diego. Our team. There's, there's a, a guy, guy in Phoenix. There's a guy named Josh. And like, well, yeah, it's not fuck. in writing. Well, it's not in writing, so I'm gonna fucking do it. No, come on, man. Guy who doesn't even know his own codexes. Yeah, that's all I know. Fucking <laughs> goddamn <laughs> fucking I, 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 Hey, I, I have an idea on how to break this up. Uh, the tactics and preparation. Ray, I want you to go through the things that you should do. We have notes here already. Yeah, if you would actually oh, look at them, like, you know, of the notes. Well, that's why we took your email. How about this? All the positive That's why you stuff? sent us your porn email? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you don't yes. work. You have nothing to do but look at these show notes. I, the I least you could do. have done. I got work to do. <laughs> no, no, no. Beating your butt and working out and staring yourself in the mirror like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Your chore list at home so you can go out does not count as work. <laughs> I did the dishes. I folded my wife's panties. Okay, I'm good to go. There is no folding, though. <laughs> I just stuff them in you, her drawer. You just sniff them and then no, stuff no, them in the drawer? No, you should do all the things that you should do. I, I don't know how this list is broken up. I haven't seen it. But I just know the so things you don't. shouldn't do. All right, we got, we're rolling on. Okay. But I reason I put these back to back is I figured the Chaos FAQ would affect a lot of people's list planning. And, I, you know, would change maybe how Ray, maybe Phil, and the rest of the guys would, would kind of approach their lists. Knowing that some of these things would happen. Because we talked about in the last podcast... Fuck Maggie and Morty deep striking, shit. Would have been bad. That's something you have to. That's something you have to prepare for. But now it's not happening. So now you can go back to your normal thinking. So we have these back to back. So now we're going to go right into LVO list tactics and preparation. So Ray, since you updated the show notes and you have something to talk about here, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? All right. So the list. Uh, go a little bit into my list. Uh, 
last podcast I was saying I didn't know if I wanted to do Eldari or just go Yanari, right? So I, I, I went with Yanari since I had the most points in there. And if I do well, I could place really high because I am 16th in Yanari right now, which I should be higher because, you know, David Cuts, there's one of our scores that we're missing. It's already too late, so whatever. And I do too well, but missed some points. There's some points out there. You're, some, some, you're some points out, out there. <laughs> it was like, but if you do well at the LVO, it's gonna wipe all that away. It, it'll be, it'll help drastically, right? Because I mean, the the top player right now only has like, I think like 400 or something, and I'm in the high, like low 300s, I think. Okay. So I don't know. I don't remember. You're within striking distance. If this guy doesn't show up to LVO. There's a good chance. Well, he's gonna could... show up. <clears throat> Just well, if he hasn't, if he isn't banned, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, so I went with the Inari list, and it's a Inari list because there's 1,500 or 1,055 points in Inari, and the rest is obviously Alatok. So it's a two battalion list. Um, not going to go verbatim, but there's Rangers, there's Swooping Hawks, there's Dark Reapers, there's Hemlock Wraith Fighters, there's Cabalite Warriors, there's a Venom, there's Venoms, you know, the Cat Lady, Mafarseer, some Warlocks. It's pretty much the gist of it. So. It's pretty much all the good things, right? Just I would love to have the Swooping Hawks and Alatok, but then that brings me into. So if I play the RTT, my uh, my Swooping Hawks coming back to Alatok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's pretty much the list. But you need those points to be in the Yanari. The Yanari. That's why they're over there. Yeah. Otherwise, I couldn't. I couldn't even switch one and be one Yanari, one Yanari. But so. I watched you and Phil were playing earlier and, you know, um, you, people underestimate those Hawks, You man. You soul bursted and just destroyed his, like, his whole world with yeah, one I mean, soul you, burst. I even said on the podcast, right, like, Yanari's dead or whatever, right? They're not as good as they used to be. They used to be they're they borderline OP, not unless you knew how to take apart the puzzle. Now, I, I just think they're good, but they're not good like you can use anything in Yunari and they're good, right? There's things you can use in Yunari now, they're, they're not good. They're never going to be soul bursting or they're only going to be soul bursting sometimes. But now you play them a little bit different and, you know, use the psychic power to soul burst and then you have to like, okay, I shot this one. So these guys have to like only move or cast a psychic power or charge or some shit. Right. So you kind of have to think about it a little bit more. It's interesting. It's It's fun. Like it's it's more fun for me other than just I'm gonna shoot again and I'm gonna shoot again and I'm gonna shoot again. <laughs> shoot again, yeah. But yeah. That that's the Escodinari. Most well barely over. Um so also in here the preparations. Uh for me personally, uh I've had since the last podcast, I've had four or five games currently. The fifth one right now is in pro in process. So we were playing before the podcast against Phil here. And it's a pretty good game. I mean, I think Phil can contest that. It's still up there. It's 13 to 8 currently. And turn two? The end of turn two? Yeah. Now, I think this game would have came down. If we were at LVO, time would have been a big factor. Yeah. And that's what one thing I think all Eldar lists are really good at. Because those other really competitive lists, the guard lists, the, the demon lists, they have so many things. The chaos lists, the Alpha Legion and all that shit. You have so many goddamn fucking models. It's just... You have so much shit to move. Me as an elder player, I don't really care that you're taking up, you know, 40 minute turns because that's just going to make the game end. And as long as I'm going second and I'm okay, you kill two, I kill three. You hold two, I hold three. And I'm barely scoring over you. The game's going to end and I'm going to win. You're right. I, I, now, I, 
I think that comes down to knowing your fucking army. Because no, I really do. Even even if you know your army, because I was playing um, with Jason from Frontline Gaming, and he was saying, this is at Alex's store opening tournament. Yeah. He was saying that none of his games made it past turn four. Um, and he was playing guard. Um, he was playing Katachin, wasn't he? I don't remember well, exactly. Well, he plays like a Grey Knight. Like, yeah. Yeah, a Grey Light Gardenless. But he was saying all of his games weren't making it past turn four. You know, And we- that happens with a lot of lower, like, lower tier, like... Guard players, they don't, sure. they're not they're not in tune right. with moving I, I, all those. I agree models. with you. I agree with you. Where Brandon Grant knows how he's got his little movement trays and everything, he can do it. Um, but you know, I, I was playing, I, I played against demons, demons, and guard, and I was also playing Tyranids, and I have I played against mo- you know mobs and mobs. It was mob versus mob, so my my games didn't make it past. I did. I did forget that Tyranids too have a lot of mobs. Yeah, so I was making it past turn four. I, I made it past through turn three most of my games because the, everyone's just moving so much. And then, of course, with Chaos, you have all the psychic powers that are happening. I'm denying psychic powers, and I'm casting psychic powers. I'm making you take... I mean, so even the psychic phase is taking forever to get through, right? So just the amount of stuff that happens in a lot of these, especially with Chaos... And guard, there's so much happening in every phase that it just takes a long time to get through a turn. Even if you're trying to play as fast as you can, it's still taking a long time. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of models. There's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah they're, but like they're, that. That being in mind, right? So yeah. if you're playing an army that doesn't have many models, like I don't, I play very fragile list in a very finesse army. Don't get mad at your opponent if you're like if you are playing a finesse army, right? Something with low model count or something. Don't get mad when your opponent's taking a long time. Honestly, and if you don't take anything from this podcast and you're playing a finesse army, a, a low model count army, let them take time. Just know that as long as you're scoring one point above them, you will win the game. Yeah, if you went to turn six, you probably would have no army left. Yeah. Guess what? We only have two and a half hours. If they want to take 40-minute turns, 50-minute turns, cool. Um, It's end of turn three, and I have... Uh, 14 points, you have 13. Good game. Yeah. Thanks. <clears throat> we'll always talk the rest out. We have five minutes. No. No. Because I, it's a dice game. Right. And don't ever be forced to talk a fucking... Uh, don't rush yourself through a... a T- don't talk a yourself turn. into a loss, right? Yeah, there's no point to fuck... Oh, I would just really... <clears throat> maybe you could. What if I rolled nothing but boxcars? We won't know. And because we talked for three minutes, now we have two minutes. And we're definitely not playing a match. Right. Right? It's if the game is not in question, like there's an obvious winner and loser here, then you can talk out the last two turns and settle out points, right? Yeah, if if it goes to turn two and the guy has two models left and you're already at fucking, I don't know, twenty points and he's at four, right? Like, right, he's not coming back, he's right? He's not coming back for that one. Like this cool. game has been great, right? But I would out. like to have a beer for the next hour and a half. And this is another little point in the the bullet points too. Don't talk that those things out if you won that is fine take your win take your little fucking points because it's called submarining right mm-hmm. and you dive low you just ride underneath the coast right let the brandon grants and the fucking nick not bodies <laughs> and the fucking fucking james carmona let them dick punch each other let them fucking punch the shit out you're just down here fucking Shooting the fucking low chum that's coming up, right? And you just fucking K you. Joe Schmo, who got some really good because matchups. <laughs> doing the math, if there's 505 people, I think there was a little bit less um, that's actually signed up. But if there's 505 people and you go down all six uh, rounds, there's seven point something, something, something people 
that will be undefeated. So roughly eight people will be undefeated. They only take eight to, to fucking Sunday. Sunday. Right. So if so you, all you do all is your win your games, games, you're going to Sunday. You will go to Sunday. Now the ties kind of fuck shit up sometimes, right? There could so be don't a tie. tie up there. There could be seven people undefeated and one tie person. So just win your game eleven to ten. Exactly. Just just win all your games. And like I say, don't saying, tie eleven to if eleven. Your, if your opponent's taking a long time, stay focused. Don't fucking get pissed off. Like it's kind of frustrating when somebody's taking a fucking fifteen minute turn, but just know, okay, stay focused. What is he doing? How many people he killed? Fucking we're, it's already fucking an hour left in the fucking turn uh, round, and this is turn one, and we're going to turn two. All right, I'm going to kill this stupid thing and this stupid thing and this stupid thing. I'm getting okay. my points. I got more points than you. Get my objectives. Okay, go. He takes another fifty minute turn. You take your little turn. Make sure you do a little bit over. You win. That's it. And you win the game. Go round two. Do the same shit. Do the same shit in turn round three. Then you go to day two, then then it's going to start because then you are going to hit a Brandon Grant or something right. up there. Right, then you hit the real competition, yeah. But like that first day, you want to win low. And it's a shady tactic, but it's a tactic. You know, the... It's a tournament. It's meant to be won and a part of winning. I've said in other, ter- uh, other podcasts, some people go to have fun at tournaments. I'm spending a lot of money. I want to win. So whatever it takes to win, I'm, I'm going to do that. And if yeah. that's win by one point for three games, cool. That's what I'm going to do or try to do. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to a show that I've been listening to called The Best General. Oh yeah, they're they're actually yeah. really good, really good. Uh, if you listen, if you listen to it, um, yeah. If, so you know, we joke around. We kind of have the hang hanging out with us. Like if we're at the bar or after right. a game night, you, you're hanging out with us. They have a more refined, a, refined, stern, purely tactics. It's really, really good. I listen to it myself. He has a, the show is and it's more, a very unique. It, it's well, it's, it's a bit of a journey. Well, it's, it's a radio show, kind of like an NPR radio yeah, show, like yeah. Radio Lab would be. Um, but he's he was talking to um, Andrew Gagno, and he was talking about how yeah, I've won all these GTs, but a lot of it's on luck. It's about that road you go down, and you know, like top players shouldn't see each other day one, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, it does yeah. where. You know, the top players will see each other day one, and it sucks because... Where the possible winners of LVO could be playing day one. Day one, and it shouldn't happen, but it's going it, to... The potential is there that it could happen, right? And it sucks, but these guys should be playing each other on Sunday because one of them is going to lose and one of them is going to win. And if they tie, then both of them aren't making it to Sunday, right? But th- what you're talking about is if you win low, it helps that road that you're on. So it could be some luck... Right on that road you're on. If you're smashing people, you know you're getting your 43 points, right? And other people getting 43 or 42 points, right? But which is really hard, right? Which is hard, but you know some of these guys are doing it. If you're managing that, you know, then the odds of you hitting that hard road get even harder, right? Yeah, because you're going to be playing possible LVO winners, right? Because it's Swiss, it's Swiss matchups, right? Where if you're barely winning, if you're winning your games 13 to eight, you know. 20 to 12 right you're not scoring 30 or 40 points it makes that road a lot easier because you're you might be playing a guy you know who has who's two and one and you're three and oh but he has the exact same amount of points you do or close to the amount of points you do right you're talking about that road i've I've experienced that i've won my game or i've lost my game by one point and then i've gone into my or i've lost my game by one point and then i've gone into my second game and one, 
And this is an RTT. And then my third and final game, I've played a guy who should be top one or two, and I get my shit pushed in. It it, it definitely does. If I would have kind of submarined a little bit, it, it definitely would have made a difference. But because I lost by not a whole lot, and then I won by a whole lot, I'm slingshotted take into it, this. Take it from somebody that went at SoCal. I took fourth right, out of right, SoCal. Right. I lost my first game. Yeah. Now, I lost my first game by, by two points. Right. It was yeah. 17 to 19. Right. But decently, not super high scores for either of us, but a high score for a loss. And then after that, I won my game, won my game, and just win. And then when I was winning my games, I was winning by a lot, which I could have got third if there wasn't some mysterious type. We won't talk about that. 11-11. <laughs> but, that, but that's that submarine, right? You lose that one. Now, LVL, you can't you can't lose. It's a little bit different. It's a different submarine. You have to like go into shallow waters. You can't like dive. Diving would be losing right. by one or two points. Right. Uh, shallow waters would be more of winning. By one point, right? There's so, there's so many people game. there at that point. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you, you stepped out to take a piss because you're a little girl. Um, He's a bladder, like a ninety year old woman. Yeah. Okay. Is that, <laughs> okay. Is that out of the six turns? There's be a seven point some change of people uh, six and zero, oh. basically eight people. Oh so yeah, I heard that one in the hall. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, some other some other uh, preparations you should uh, all should be doing. You know. If you're driving, if you're not the one driving, obviously, uh, or flying, and you have access, you pay for the super expensive Wi-Fi that's on planes, uh, you should be uh, reading over the ITC missions, because they've just got, if you aren't familiar with them at all, you're from the East Coast or whatever, you know, the lame coast, you... <laughs> it does suck. You, it would be... Well, the the they, least coast. They, they both the, suck. They the both missions will sucks. be drastically different coast. from what they do. So that's something you should be familiar with. Because they play the standard like book missions, don't they? For, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't pay attention to those. If <laughs> the West Coast over here, if you've been playing ITC missions, they have been changing gradually. There's like one or two changes. And it could it could affect you. Like, you know, the gangbuster change, um, the warlord, if they pick your king, if they pick Kingslayer and it's your warlord. Yeah, it your plus one warlord right. when he dies gives one more point, right? So if it's a small warlord, you know any Eldar only has five wounds. Now, if you kill them, you technically only get two because the every two points you get one, uh, one point, one victory point for that for the secondary. Well, if it's a warlord, you get one extra one, so you get three. It rewards you for killing the warlord if you make the Kingslayer your warlord. And you wouldn't realize it. And now it's important I bring that up because at SoCal, there was a change to the behind enemy lines like a week before. And the person that I played on my fifth game was like, oh, I got on my behind enemy lines because my guys are over there. Like, no, you didn't. That's at the end of the game. So I'm just going to shoot them and kill them now. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're not you going to get it. You're not going to get line breaker at all. But. Those little things can catch you off guard and could possibly lose a game. I mean, that the fifth one was also a close game, and he lost by a couple points. Now, if he had those four points, like the 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 mission was like two weeks prior to SoCal, he would have won. But they weren't, so I won. Right. Those little things can catch catch you off guard. Um, you definitely should be re 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 reading the big rule book. 
right? And then immediately after, read the chapter uh, approved. The chapter approved, so you can know what changed. And then after that, should be reading all FAQs for your army at least. At the very, very least, know your own fucking FAQs. Right? And even the FAQs for the other armies at this point, they're not. There's no like twelve page FAQs right now. They're all like no, one and about, two. They're about two. They're all one and two page FAQs. The, yeah. the latest ones are all one pagers. So if you just know those, like I think we covered them here. But that's what I was uh, getting to is that you don't even have to read all of them. Like you're gonna really read a Tau FAQ? No, I don't really care. <laughs> well, I don't want to smell like vagina after. They, well, I I they, do want to smell like vagina, but not for that reason. Not a bad vagina. <laughs> yeah, you know. Is there such thing as a bad vagina? Yeah, yes, there's yes. bad vagina. Okay. Check Fremont Street. Come I'll on, you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> So good job, good job. Like the the Tao, who who really cares, right? The Inquisitors, who really cares. You want to read those fucking chaos ones? The demon one that just came out. The fucking Imperial Guard ones. The Eldar ones, the Yanari ones, Dark Elder, whatever, you know. There's, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? The ones that have codexes. Especially the ones that have codexes. And that's what I was talking about. The ones that have codexes at this point, those are the FAQs you'd probably want to focus no, on. Because they have the biggest changes at this point. And you you know who's going to be on the fucking top tables. Come on, let's be level, guys. You know who's going to be on those fucking top tables with the armies. You know you're not going to see a Drakari player. I'm sorry, you, you know you're not. You're not going to see a Tau player. If you do, I, I'm impressed. You know, you might have that one fucking guy who's. You, Paul, you might go against Paul McKelvin. Okay, he's, he's that fucked. one guy. Yeah, that one guy. <laughs> but, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? right? Read the irrelevant FAQs at the very least. Now, if you have plenty of time and you're very good at rem- remembering a lot of data, yeah, read them all. If you can. Uh, an- another thing, your own stratagems. Read the motherfuckers, and on top of that, read the whole fucking thing. Not the first sentence where it's yeah. fucking OP. Right. Yeah. And then just stop. Read the whole fucking thing. Because a lot of the stratagems are actually very specific on when you have to use them. And I get people all the time in tournaments, and people think I'm a fucking asshole. Like, oh, I'm going to use a stratagem. That's at the beginning of the shooting phase. This is your last unit shooting. Well, are you going to be like that? Yeah, that's kind of what the stratagem, your stratagem says. specifically says at the beginning of your shooting phase. Like, I know you've got a stratagem somewhere in the other code that says, you win. But, 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 dot, 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 but, (laughs) only if, (laughs) but I, I I don't, it's a two command point one. And I don't know if it's some people's mindsets or like, I am a very competitive person and what, and for one, people don't read one. They never read. People don't read and people don't read. What they do is they hear what some shithead on Reddit told them. Yeah. Right, they'll like read that bullshit. They'll read that bullshit, right? Or they'll they'll hear what they want to hear, the parts that they want to hear, right? Or see things, or read things in the way they want. Or to read they it. want to read them, and they won't read the way rules as written. Hate to go there, but rules as written, you know, they won't they won't they won't get that far. So, I mean, me, I dissected the Tyranid ones. Like I dissected them like word by word, piece by piece, right, to make sure where. I, I knew there was the butt in there somewhere. There's always a butt. Right? You get this cool thing, but right. So I was looking for that. But there's other guys who aren't looking for the butt, and I'm always, you know me, I like a nice big round butt. <laughs> I'm always looking for it. Well, hey, I like fat asses, right? And tits, so <laughs> I'm always looking for that butt in the stratagems or in the rules. 
And and they're usually always there. There's always a They're a, there. And they are there because otherwise things are, are super overpowered. No, they're there in almost every single fucking one. Like this and isn't like which, uh, which some it, of them. This is which is them. weird though, is a lot of the stratagems have like the stipulation, like the beginning of the shooting phase. What's the big deal? It's my shooting phase. Because you had to plan for that. That that's why you right. pointed out ahead of time, not after right. you shot all of these things and realized that all of these things failed. Right. Now, now I get to utilize this for, super overpowered yeah. command point thing to now use this unit over here that I've been holding on to this whole time, which I now know can obliterate. Instead of shooting that, I'm going to shoot this over here. It's the beginning of the shooting phase, right. beginning of the moving phase, beginning of the psychic phase. For everyone else who hasn't fucking used Imperial Guard before and don't know a goddamn thing about orders, you have to do your fucking orders before you do anything fucking else. Yeah, and I get people on that shit till all the right. time too. Right. They go, they go on to regular shoot, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then they're gonna, and then they're like, oh, first oh yeah, I'm gonna first rank. No, that's at the beginning. No, of yeah. Oh, are you gonna be like that? Yeah. Yes, this, this I is, am. I, I paid money, and that's a rule. And I follow rules. The exactly. Rules, the rules are there for a reason. Now you have a taste of what it's like to be a fucking guardsman, <laughs> and it, it's just. It's weird. It's like people are, like they want to follow rules, but only when it fucking benefits them, right? Like they want that gray. My, my kids do this all the time, and I call it <laughs> so, "I win," right? So I new rule. This only occurs so I can have a better chance of winning, and they play the game, and all of a sudden, oh shit! I didn't have a good chance. I didn't win this game. So I, new rule, new rule. I'm going to create a new rule that makes it even better, more likely for me to win. Okay, cool. So play the game, and I didn't win again. Fuck. Okay, new rule. On top of this rule, we're going to create another rule. My fucking kids do this shit, and it fucking pisses me off because I want to punch them in their stupid mouths and everything. But then you go to the 40K table, and there's an adult on the other end of the table, and I really want to punch them in the fucking mouth. <laughs> Well, yeah, especially when they're especially when they're getting mad at you, like looking at I'm the asshole. No, right. you're the fucking asshole because you're not playing you the game know your correctly. Codex, you don't really rule book. Yeah. Now th- those are pretty much the like the preparations thing you can do for 40k for LVO for any really tournament. I mean, replace LVO with every turn any tournament you're going to go to. Um, some other things I suggest LVO specifically because there is going to be a lot of alcohol and shit there is drink water. <laughs> yeah. on your way to LVO <laughs> no like, see I drink sessional IPAs they're lighter you know they're like 4.5 is that does that count uh, well there's there is water I I'm I'm fully behind there is enough water in beer year, if you drink enough beer last year if I drink a Coors Light instead of an IPA no, no, does no. that count no I, I hate to be that fucking white dude <laughs> fucking saying <laughs> oh I had dude. this 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 and this but no last LVO Ray and I killed Two fucking fists of Jameson. One of them was a fucking eighty dollar bottle of the fucking limited edition. Couple beers and another half. Oh boy, we were yeah, fucked. They sucked. So that, that's- the, yeah, I, I was playing AOS at the time. I, for if you don't know, I was playing AOS last year at fucking LVO, and Ray was playing fucking forty k, and he played forty k the day that I had a day off. I had a day to recover, and I walked to Ray's table. And he looked at me with eyes as red as the devil's dick <laughs> and said, Phil, please get me Excedrin now. <laughs> I didn't know where to get Excedrin in Vegas. You found some cocaine. But I, I found him Excedrin. <laughs> I did. It was like $12. It was a $30 bottle of yeah, Excedrin. It was $12 <laughs> for a two packet pills. of two. I came back running to Ray, poured him a glass of water from the fucking water fountain, and said, Here, Ray, win. <laughs> win. Win. <laughs> El Capitan. Swoop the leg. Yes, yeah. 
Now, if you don't take anything from this podcast, drink fucking water and tell you're at LVO. Then drink as much fucking alcohol as you can, but you need to be fucking hydrated, right? If you're not drunk in LVO, you're doing it wrong. I'm just saying. I mean, it's Las Vegas. Some other things you want to take in that same category, you want to take immune boosters before, like, uh, you want to take emergency or some emergency, shit? Emergency, yeah. Uh, BCAs. So this, 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 sure, this I'm is, pretty sure you know medical fucking shit you yeah, can take. Yeah, yeah. This is your... This is your your tournament con survival kit. Yeah, now, no I con always, crud here. No, I, con I always crud. have mine. I always have. A, I have a bottle of Advil. Um, I don't. Sometimes I do the emergency. Sometimes I don't. But I always have a couple bottles of water, and I have like I get like a little jar of peanuts. Right, so I can always have. Well, that's some- because you like. Nuts. I'm a sunflower seed guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a sunflower it's, seed it's, guy. It's, it's a salty snack that kind of keeps you going. It's a focusing thing. Yeah, I, I chew on the seeds right. and I'm focused because you know you're gonna get your lunch I break, can't right? Smoke inside. You but get salt from vagina, right? You do get salt from vagina. Okay, so if that's you could, where I go. So if you can get a, a creaming vagina in your face as oh, part God. of your survival kit, now it is Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm sorry, Timmy. No, it is Las Vegas. I'm sure you can find that. Right, there's gonna be a lady out on the street with a little car. It's telling where you can get this. You're gonna slap and here. They're always like old, like blind dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so but c- so drink a lot of water. Your survival kit. Um, Have your survival kit. Drink as much as you can. But if you eat when you go to eat dinner, drink water. Trust me, just drink fucking water. I know it sucks. Just drink water. Um, take immune boosters before every day, and also hand sanitizer. Right. Yeah, that's a yeah. It's very fucking important. Yeah, people one. don't wash their hands. People don't wash your hands. Jeff people- from In Control, if you play him, he does not wash his hands. Now, if you saw him play Reese when the Tyranny Codex came out, he went to the bathroom with his lapel microphone on, peed, we could hear it on the live stream, did not wash his hands, and then shaked Reese's hand before the round starts. That is fucked. <laughs> That is fucked. <laughs> but I mean, so just know if you're playing Jeff from In Control, he doesn't wash his hands. Other players, most guys do out the there same shit, right? Are like, not going to wash their hands. Wash your hands. Other, wash your face. Other people aren't taking immune immunity boosters, so they're they're carrying these. Half the guys aren't even taking showers, right? And and they're yeah. drinking fucking nothing but alcohol, so their immune system is weaker. Like, yep. it's it's what you know we call the con crud, right? Everybody gets yeah. sick oh, after the con crud. It's because fucking everybody shares dice, fucking shakes each other's hand. You shake if you think about it. Right? You shake at the very, very fucking least if you're super antisocial like I am, you're only shooting three people's hands. Right? You don't know who those people are because you, you, you play three games in one day. If you're like me, but if you're, you're a social person, you shake everybody's hand. I'm oh, giving what's hugs up? What's up with this? to everyone. And you know half the guys there are jerking off before the day started. but Or had their fingers up their girl's fucking anus. But... <laughs> Anus. You mean anus? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? Anus. God damn it! It's the European anus. Yeah. yeah. But you you may think like, oh, all right, you just you know shake you know three people's hands and then you went home and washed your hands. Yeah, but that first person that you shook probably knew everybody in the fucking room and shook all their hands. I think and we've all seen twenty eight days later. Uh, we've seen it. But I'm saying like. Outbreak. Wash your fucking hands. You, yeah. you fucking shake people's hands. It might be a little weird. You know, fucking sanitize. You're good. Get some baby wipes. I like sniffing it. I don't know. That might just be me. <laughs> Bath and Body Works actually has some really good men scented hand sanitizer. And, on, and on the topic of you know bringing whatever I asked you for, because I honestly, the first day was really fucking hazy, especially the first fucking two games, and I was really mad the third game. But take Tylenol. Advil, whatever the fuck you're fucking ibuprofen. Come on, guys, ibuprofen. Don't take that shit. I don't understand. Ibuprofen is better. No, ibuprofen is better. Tylenol, 
don't take it. Advil, don't take it. Ibuprofen, 800 milligrams and a half gallon of water. You'll be right as rain. Yeah, that's Promise the guy you. that's fucking medical. Fucking Thanks, nurse. Yep. Yeah, certified. There you go. The candy striper over so here. Take, what is it? 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. 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 Half gallon of water. I forgot it. Right. And then take glue. You know, your little survival kit. Right? Take fucking a new pack of glue. Don't tell people you have glue. But take fucking glue, because otherwise you're gonna be a fucking glue whore. And not just any glue, not plastic glue, fucking Loctite, Loctite gel glue. I, the I, quick acting, yeah. professional acting, Loctite. Not yeah. shit you're gonna have to hold on to while you're. You know what I mean? Don't use any GW bullshit. Yeah, yeah. GW Fuck spend good, yeah. eight bucks, get the good bottle of Loctite professional grade. No, you're gonna use it for this tournament. This tournament alone, you're gonna throw it away at the end. Cause you're not gonna try to put that in your pocket or your carry-on bag or at the end there, but. Uh, if you didn't use it, you can bring it home. Well, don't bring that one you've had on for six months. You built all the models, but it's all crusted over with exactly. paint. It's going like to leak all over your bag. little squirt fucking left. Hey, I like that last little squirt left. Is that last pump of the end? God. Yeah, that's the one that got her pregnant. <laughs> with your seventh? <laughs> I got a five. They're not, they're not all biologically mine. But how many? Three are biologically mine. On top of? Spaghetti all covered in cheese. <laughs> Some, uh, some more preparation you have for uh, a tournament LVO. Uh, take two tape measures. You know, that's a good I, one. I, I, I take one. three. One. I, I like take, that. I take three personally because I use two every game. I Tim put tool man I put two tape measures on, on both each sides corner, of right? The corner because I always put them. How down. many times have you said, "Where the fuck's my tape measure?" Mid game, and, it's, and like, it's always on the other side of the table, right? Or so it's, you, or it's right underneath your fat ass gut. Not so, you put them on both sides of the table, you won't have that problem. I'm very say, fucking lazy, so I like putting my tape measure down, and then when I'm on the other side of the table, I'm like, fuck. Josh and, I, puts, and I look down, and there's a tape measure, right? Josh clips his shit to his fucking Well, he's also belt. fucking gay, and don't <laughs> clip your shit, because then you're really gay. It's like having a cell phone holster. Okay, don't do it. Just <laughs> don't like, do it. You might as well just wear a fanny pack. <laughs> it's, just, it's like wearing <laughs> socks and sandals. Don't do that. Um, another thing... Have some type of tray cart for your army. Oh, I mean, I know it's a it's a big lifesaver, time saver. Um, in between games, during games, uh, you see people walking around trays, pushing around carts. You'll see me, old man, pushing a fucking cart around that's now magnetized. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, instead, if you're staying in in Bailey's hotel or wherever the event's at, it's perfect to Bally's. have whatever. Fucking they have the tray. You know, you got a muscle down there. That kind of sucks. I'm lazy. Push a cart. Right? You have your whole army there. You have no fucking case. You have no fucking extra bullshit, extra models. You have what's in your army right there on your tray, right in front of you. You play. You roll up to your fucking table, fucking old man, limpy, gimpy, and like, hey, there's my army. There you go. Look at it. Yep. The right? tray, that that the little push cart tray is something I need to get into because especially with my Tyranids, like I'm always packing them away in the foam. Yeah. And it's like, it takes forever. It takes forever to take them out yep, and takes, put them out. And then also yeah. when you're going. Shit's in, dying. When shit's dying, you're trying to push it away, but right. still pay attention to the game. And you're like, fuck. I'm like, okay, go ahead, roll. And you're pushing around. And then he says like, oh, I got all my hits. Fuck you. You, you, you hit you know on I mean? sixes though. How'd you get 13 hits? Why roll? Well, I did. What were you doing? Right, and, and 
Like uh, that's a little drastic, right? It well, as, as a tier, as a tier no, player, happens, see, other tier players happen. will know that you have a pile of tyranids in the corner, <laughs> and it's just a pile of gaunts usually that you kind of shove in the corner. And there's like a warrior in there, or like a hive guard guy in there, you know. But usually, I've got a pile in the corner because I'm trying to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. But then at the end of the game, I have to put those guys away. Then you have to fucking organize and count all that shit. Now, right. if during the game you had a little tray or a fucking cart. Okay, this unit of fucking five guys got shot at. Shot at three died. I put them on my tray. Going through the game, you look at your tray. Oh, fucking three guys from this unit's dead. Two guys from that unit said they're still out there, fucking somewhere. Oh yeah, they're over here. Okay, I'm gonna fucking hold this objective, right? Or oh, I gotta do fucking uh, morale tests. Whatever, you know, stay stay honest, right? Don't fucking forget that you forgot a fucking morale test for one thing. But then at the end of your game, you say you won. Half your army is going to be on the tray fucking anyways because they die because it's 8th edition. Everything fucking dies. And like, hey, put my shit away. Look at your tray. Yep, that's my whole army. Push it on to fucking fucking round two, round three, whatever. And your whole army's there. It's not you fucking get to your fucking next game, pull your shit out. Where the fuck is fucking my last cultist where the fuck is now where's table 63 fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) then you have to go back and lvo is fucking big and then you go there and they're like no we didn't see nothing they didn't fucking look and if they did they fucking threw it under the table and i've seen it fucking happen they fucking pick up a model oh look at this and they throw it on the table like (laughs) you don't want that you don't want to lose your models that's losing money stuck in a building somewhere yeah i mean you're gonna now you're down points you're you're down points exactly because the TL doesn't care, like, oh, you lost someone. Just they're gonna let you play, but you're gonna be down that model. It could come in, come in handy. So trays, and you take one step up uh, above, like just a plastic tray you could buy from Target, eBay, whatever. Um, make it magnetized somehow, some way. Like my cart that I got off uh, Walmart.com, I drilled holes and I bolted uh, metal sheets, and so now my my things are magnetized. So Is now. SoCal? So I did, I did SoCal. So that, that was the big change. So in SoCal, I had it and it was smooth floor inside, but every crack, all the models moved about an inch. Right. And I'm very fucking like need shit in lines. I don't know what the fuck that's called. Like shit needs to be way the fuck I put it's called them. ADD. Sure. That <laughs> called mental illness. And it really fucking pissed me off. And then when you go on outside in the parking lot and it's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking earthquake, and they're all fucking yeah, dancing yeah, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. So it was like the little football game where you turn it on and a buzz, yeah, and the guys, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how it was, and it fucking irritated me. So I fixed the problem, got metal sheets, everything's gonna be magnetized. No worries now from from now on, because I'm lazy. It just has to make me. Your buy a shit's lot of gonna magnets. be in a straight line. It's gonna be fantastic. What, it's are, gonna be awesome. What what else should you do? Um, and then. For one more last preparation before uh, I guess go to a break real quick, is that uh, have your list printed of the judges from LVO at least, and not from Battlescribe, and not from Battlescribe. Battlescribe actually could you could do it cleanly if you put some effort into it. You got to take like there's a way to do it. I'm not going to explain it, but there's a way to do it where it comes out decently clean. Right. But yes, it's better if you just fucking open a Word document. Right. Fucking type down this. This is my this is my battalion. This is my HQ. This is what it costs in points because you got at least show the points, right? Um, if it has any special weapons, put it fucking on there. Boom, boom, boom. Type it out real easy, and that's it. 
if you have a friend like we do named Andy, then he puts fucking boobies and, put and fucking shit on it. It's fucking awesome. Tits, fucking graphic design all over it, and you hand it to your opponent, laminate it, and he's just like, oh my god. I still haven't done that with you, by the way. Send like, me your list. Even if you're not going? Send me your list. All right. I'm going to pimp out his list. I, I, You sent me one from Battlescribe, and it looked all, like, the way Battlescribe, like, yeah, it does it with all the fucking like lines and yeah, shit. Yeah, the Battlescribe screwed up like where everything was supposed to be and you oh, wanted yeah. me you wanted me to readjust it. Fucked. You wanted me to readjust where Yanari was in it, and I was like, okay, so I was trying to translate what Battlescribe was telling me that wasn't clear. Yeah, so still been very busy, but tomorrow that's like the first but, time. But if you if you up. look back on some previous episodes, we posted our lists from SoCal and from Gamers Haven, where I really pimped it out, made it look all nice. Like go that extra mile for your opponent and give them something cool to look at. I mean, you're going to a big tournament. Like just go the extra mile, right? So yeah. So send not, me your send me your stuff and I'll pimp it out. Don't have the shit fucking handwritten. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You fuckers. No fucking like, handwritten I, shit. Unless you have girl handwriting. I unless you have, have handwritten. I have girl no. handwriting. No. Yeah, I do. When but, I oh, I know you do, but do don't. But don't fucking do it. Just well, I know you're a limp-wristed motherfucker, but have it typed out. Print it from Battlescribe. Like double check Battlescribe because Battlescribe has been wrong. They've yes. done it. Like that, it's that. That's the thing. Like. Use Battlescribe. Battlescribe's awesome, right? Get your list down. Play it. It's awesome. Now, fucking, if before you go to at least a fucking major, like, take fucking a little thirty minutes of your day. Right, take shit an hour. Down. If you take an want, hour, double check the points. Right. If you if you guys want to see something that, at the very least, proves Battlescribe can fuck up, I'll I'll send something to Andy tonight. And it is a screenshot of when I was trying to make a list with a Ministorum priest. And in the comment section of Battlescribe, of, of, of the actual weapons you can take, it literally says something along the lines of, Fuck it, I give up, take what you want. And I posted on the <laughs> team page. The, the, the guy who created Battlescribe went to the Ministorum priest section... And for he can only, by the way he can only take a chainsword and a last pistol. Okay, does it really say that? Yeah, but in the battle scribe it literally says for secondary weapons it says, "I give up, take it what you want." And you can take <laughs> so I'm I'm looking at oh a, a priest can take an eviscerator or a priest can take a power fist. I'm like fuck, it's a priest can take a las cannon. Yeah, fantastic. It's pretty fucking cool. And then I look at it, I look at my codex, and I'm like, this is fucked. <laughs> and I posted it on our fucking team Facebook page, and I was like, guys, this is why you don't fucking trust Battlescribe. Fucking double check your shit. And Ray made an announcement. Guys, fucking make sure your shit is correct. Because the guys who run Battlescribe... No, I didn't, I didn't look at your picture and actually read it. I, just, I know you fucking... I, God damn Because Ray doesn't read fucking either. Fucking hell. <laughs> no, I just, I just thought there was all the options there. Like, I've had that on some no, of the fucking my... No, only a chainsword and last pistol, God damn it. No, I'm saying... I didn't see the part where it said, fuck it, I just don't care. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it, it is fucking hilarious, but it's fucked. <laughs> it makes you realize that Battlescribe is a... It's ran by fucking three-year-olds. I don't care if you listen to the Battlescribe. <laughs> Fuck you. You're fucking retarded. Get it to fucking together. <laughs> People are depending on you. Literally. Literally. <laughs> I'm paying for that shit. I'm depending on you. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot of anger fucking yeah. over there. Yeah, seriously, I'm paying $5 a fucking year. Get the fuck together. I, I mean, $5 a year. <laughs> I'm unemployed. Fuck you. I don't care. 
<laughs> and with that, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with... What are we coming back with? The tactics? tactics yeah. We'll be back with Listen, some tactics. <laughs> What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. I'm here with my best buddy, Ray. Hey, what's up? Hey, and we're here to talk to you about Gamers Arsenal. Ray, tell me about, a little bit about Gamers Arsenal. Gamers Arsenal, a place to, you know, go and play competitively. You can go, you can find me there. Get some good hardcore uh, competitive games in there. Get that practice. Uh, get your AOS stuff. Get your uh, X-Wing stuff there, too. You got the good uh, X-Wing community. So our good buddy Alex, of course, opened up Gamers Arsenal for a place for gamers to be, you know, in our local community. Maybe there wasn't always space for tabletop gamers. So there wasn't always space for X-Wing gamers. But now there's space for everybody. We got space. Alex opened up space for, if you can play Magic, you can play Magic there. You want to play Pokemon, you can play Pokemon. You want to play X-Wing, you want to play 40K, you want to play competitive, you want to play friendly. There's space for everyone in Gamers Arsenal. No, if you're playing friendly, don't 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 talk to me. <laughs> just go find someone else. Go, go find, find, go find Alex. Yeah, go find Alex. You can find Gamers Arsenal online on their Facebook page at the Gamers Arsenal. Yeah, I, I moderate that. So uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> go with that. Uh, we'll hope to see you guys all at Gamers Arsenal. Until then, ladies, bag of dicks. Chewing in the middle of my five seconds, Bill. See, here's what happens, Phil. When I go and I edit this podcast, the five seconds of silence that I need cuts out background noise. Now, what's going to happen is I'm going to have you chewing in the middle of my edit. Your fat <laughs> with fucking your fat lip. fucking jowls smacking back and forth. You can't hear it. <laughs> you can't hear it. And we're back. Uh, Phil has smoked a cigarette, peed for the ninth time I tonight. A cigar. I smoke cigars. Okay. Those little things. Okay. Uh, he smoked something. He smoked a pole. Um, he peed because he's got a bladder like a 90-year-old woman. And now he's eating because he's a fat smoked kid. Smoked a pole. That's a dick reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you caught on to that, Ray. That's, he, he talked about dicks. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a little tactics now. Not on how to smoke poles, but... Although Phil could probably fill a whole podcast full, a whole mouthful. Definitely fill a whole mouthful. Yeah, yeah. A little That's tactics. Alex. A little tactics corner, right? So, Ray, we'll talk a little tactics. Phil, he may have some room for a little tactics. Yeah. Yeah. I know Scrub. Scrubbing it. Getting another from you? Up for debate. Is that TLC? Yeah. I know Scrub, or is that Beyonce? No, it's TLC. Okay, okay. Man, that song's old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging at the passenger side as your best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. They go. They they, song the, the, song of the, the song of this song episode. Of Every right episode, there. there's a song in there. It was, folks. It's, it's like yeah, a little so, Easter egg I mean, you gotta find. This one's not really a tactic. I just fucking have to say it. Just fucking read the packets, you fucking idiots. I can't tell you how many times I've come to fucking tournaments and the person is just like, so what do we do now? What happens now? What secondaries? Like, oh, it was really bad at the where SoCal the fuck Open. Are you, like, where have you been? Like, do you know you you paid like a lot of money to be here? Like, at the so it was really bad at the SoCal Open because they just came out with the new champions missions, right? And so we for like they came out like three weeks before the tournament, right? And we was like, 
oh, we got these mission packets. Like the day they came out, we had a garage day. We got into a garage. We played a bunch of games. We just figured out what the missions were. And we would. it's funny. You would go to a table and there would be a guy like, so what are we doing? Yeah. Like, like, I, don't, don't be that. The, the, the tactic is don't be that fucker. Read read the packets. I said, if at a minimum, if I you, said a little bit of preparation in the preparation second, but it's because it's that important. Read the fucking packets. That you, might win you a game. You like get that the, alone might win you a game. You get the packets when you sign up. You know, take fucking the thirty minutes. Well, I don't know if you you're weird and take shits in like a couple minutes. Uh, unless you're Amish, right? This is available on the internet. Yeah, it's on the internet. <laughs> it's the, and, just download it. And it's given today. to you at registration. When you're taking your shit, just fucking read it. it. It's not that much. It's not that hard. Just just read your fucking packet. I'm not going to say it again. Say it um, again, Ray. Say it again. Read the fucking packet. Tell them about the rabbits, George. Tell them about the rabbits. <laughs> um, Tell them about the packets, Ray. So a tactic, it's not like the most highly. I talked about it again in preparation when Got a little into it about submarining. Uh, it is a tactic. It's not the most honorable, but it is a tactic. It does take skill. I don't care what anybody tells you. It takes skill to know what points you need to get to dodge certain people when you're looking at best coast pairings. And that's what's so great about best coast pairings. In the middle of your game, your opponent's taking, you know, like I said, those 40-minute turns. You could be looking at best coast pairings. You could be like, oh, this fucker already won with fucking such and such point. So then you look at the standings, okay? Now who hasn't finished their games? And you look at their fucking, oh, their game is going, and oh, they're at table. Oh, that's only right over there. Just let me hop over here real quick. Oh, yeah, he definitely got this. He's fucking smashing it, right? So he's getting a lot of points. Okay, I'm just going to win this point. Just, you know, just win it by a little bit. And just start doing, just barely win your game. And I already said that. That's called submarining. Make sure you win our games, but don't win by a fucking lot. You know, the ITC now, if you is- want to prove something, sure, win all your games as best as you can. I want and that more, 42 points. And more fucking power to you. I, great. When you face Brandon Grant on fucking table three or and round he smashes three, you. and he smashes you, hey, I told you, don't win all your games. You can look back to game two and said, I smashed that dude 42 to nothing. Now, hey, it is cool if you go that round three and you play against Brandon Grant and you beat him. Hey, you have a strong chance of winning LVO. Yeah, you do. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a submarine tactic. It's not the best, but it is out there. It does well, the take IT- skill. I don't care what people say. It does take skill to dodge people. Sure. And- well, the ITC missions, lead, you know, it gives you that opportunity. You know where everyone's at. You know what points. I kill more than you. I hold more than you. Like... This is it's it's super simple, right? Like the math is easy. How many did he kill of me? He killed two. I have to kill three. So go don't kill five. Go kill three. Yeah. Oh, right? that's a. Oh my god. That's that's something. I, I don't think this is right. This is this is in the heart of tactics, right? This is yeah. right in the heart. Yeah. Like okay, you're going into a game and it's turn on two, and your opponent and you're going second. The best. The best. You're in the driver's seat. Actually, yeah. You're not really in the passenger seat. You're in the driver's seat because you're reacting. And your opponent only killed two people. You know you only have to kill three. Once you kill those three people, stop. You don't really need to kill anything. Not unless he really, really hurts you where you have to do as much damage to him as you can. But besides that... Degrade something. (laughs) Eat something something. off something. Make a unit smaller. Or bait them. It's it's not... the baiting's in the movement phase. We're already in the shooting phase okay. when you're killing things. Okay. And I got my three. 
already got kill more than him. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to shoot this unit a little bit and make that take a morale test. Shoot this unit a little bit, take a morale test. Fucking degrade this tank of fucking the second tier, maybe the third tier. Perfect. Let's go to the next turn. He goes. Now his things that had to take leadership, some guys ran away. There's only one guy left in that unit or two guys left in the unit. That tank is now hitting on fives. Oh, I play Eldari, so I'm fucking Alatog. I'm minus one to hit. You hit me on... Yes, you can hit me. Sorry. I'm going to leave this fucker alone until I have to kill it to get my points. And then my turn. Okay, what can I kill real easy? Okay, kill this unit. Fuck, I really need something to die. Oh, that thing that's one little dude fucking in a corner? Yeah, I'm going to shoot that. There's my one more to kill. And this, this people go for the throat so much in the ITC missions, you don't always have to fucking table your opponent every fucking turn. It, it's control the game and control your points. And sometimes you're setting up points for other turns down down the line. Right. Like you said, um, I'll leave this tank since it's really not fucking doing anything and it's limping on one or two wounds. No way for him to heal him. Right? Me could Jerry Wicked if he's in fucking Imperial Guard, but who really spends command points on that? I, I forgot to against you. <laughs> I was going to. The tank would have still died. Yeah. But, like, just leave it there. And when it comes, maybe you, your secondary was old school, right? You have to kill something on the end of the fucking, the last round that you actually play. Fuck, I need to kill something. Oh, yeah, that tank has two wounds. I'm going to shoot that thing with everything. Okay, it's dead. All right, I'm done. Pass turn. Okay, I got my last kill funk. That's fucking full secondaries. I killed something that got me a fucking point. I'm holding an objective. You didn't kill anything, so now I killed more than you. Cool. Point swing by four points. I win. Yeah, the ITC missions, it, it, it's almost like a paint by numbers, right? How to win the game, right? And you're going to have tough matchups where someone's going to obliterate the, the key things you really need to work. But like the ITC missions say, do this, do that, kill this, kill that. And then you pick your secondaries, right? It's like a paint by numbers of how to score points, right? Just paint the numbers. All right. So <clears throat> this one isn't really a a game tactic like per se like in game this is something pre-game and it kind of goes along with the preparation of having a uh an army tray or army cart if you show up to your table and i've seen this like firsthand if you show up to the table and you're just ready to go and your opponent is not like he's the opponent that has his army in a fucking case or played to the last second on the on the on round fucking two and he had hard much. dice down. He had to spin right around, pick all and of his models up. His shit isn't all fucking together. That's like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> his shit isn't I'll all together. It. That's me. Like Andy rolls, fucking. I've been sitting at the table. My shit's on the table. I have a pile of guns rolling have, up on a table. <laughs> like I have literally already placed all the objectives <clears throat> down, and I'm just sitting there. When Andy shows at the table, I'm like, okay, cool. I already got my objectives. I put the objectives down for us. You want to roll for this? You want to roll for powers? Now. In a sense, I'm rushing you, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're already on time. Because as soon as that yeah. round starts, this game should already be going. Right. And if you get, if you can get in the person's head by that, he's rushing, so he's not thinking clearly, not thinking he's like, deploying too quickly, deploying he's, too quickly. He's not. He's not fully thinking. But he's just trying to rush. And some people are good people, and this kind of takes advantage of them. They don't want like me. I'm a good person. They don't want to make it like, oh, I'm I'm ruining this guy's time. No, you're playing in to what I want, but yeah, thanks. You are wrong for being late and not yeah. ready to play this game. 
So it's like a, I don't know, is bad and is not bad. I don't really know how to explain it. But show up to your tables, prepared to go, ready to go. I guarantee you'll see that some opponents will be so flustered, they'll make simple, simple mistakes. And it's like, cool, thanks. Thanks for that free kill. Or thanks for fucking putting your warlord out there. Or thanks for putting something out there that shouldn't have been there. That if they had time to think about, they wouldn't have done it. Right. Uh, some tactics I have for that has to deal with your dice. I got this from a long time. And I don't really remember what podcast I heard it from. And when I heard it, I immediately implemented it. Is And I told Phil when we were playing, like... Get used to putting your dice. Like, I have two sets of colored dice, right? I have a set of 12, which are a little bit bigger, and I have a set of 20. Because I have Swooping Hawks that shoot 20, and I have a Dark Reaper that shoots 2d6 times, right? So, possible 12. It's pretty much all I could really shoot. I get those two colored dice, and I have them out. And two groups of six, and then my 20 dice are groups of fives. So, when like, oh, you got to take six saves. Okay, one group and one. Roll. When I got to shoot 20 fucking whatever, group them up and roll. Like, I don't need to count them because it's fucking four, uh, five man or four, five dice, uh, little groups. It's just group and go. It's not like, okay, how many do I got to take? Uh, six. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, and roll it. Like, you may not think that takes a lot of time, but when you're doing that all game, it's going to add up. Counting dice, especially like if you're. You're rolling a lot of dice. Sometimes I roll like 36 dice or 72 dice, right? When you're counting out the dice, it takes so much time. What if you lose count and you stop and go back over again? Over the course of a six-turn game, that could take, take a long time. So I do the same thing. I've got a, a Chessex dice of 36 dice, like the, the itty-bitty, like teeny tiny ones, right? Was it 32 or 30? I think it's 36, right? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't use Fuck Chessex. But I know... I can either roll this once or I'm rolling it twice. And I dump the thing out and I pick the whole thing up and I dump it out. Right. Or there's sometimes I go, well, I need to take, I lost a guy or two. So I just pull the, I peel them off. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm like, okay. So I keep my pot, like with the, what I need. And then when I have to add them back, I peel them back in. Right. So I have my number of dice set out. And you, you may be saying <clears> that, well, what if you lose dice, you know, in a piece of terrain? You didn't. You have fucking four groups of five. There's 20 dice. There are all times. You know what's also cool? You don't lose fucking dice. Right. Because you're fucking, while your opponent is playing, you're putting your shit back to your little fucking piles. Fuck, I only have 11. Where's my other black fucking dice? Oh, here it is. And then put it back. Right. You're ready to go. You always have your dice. It's always ready to go. And it's very easy. Like, oh, I lost two guys. And if it's swooping hawks, right? Well, I lost two guys. Okay, I lose eight dice. Right. And you roll peel them day. off, right? peel them off. And you continue rolling. Right. It's very easy. And trust me, if you get into the habit of it, it will speed up your games, like, immensely. Frontline Gaming was talking about this with with slow playing. They were talking about this, like, get, like, a Ziploc bag. Like, you know you're going to be rolling a certain amount of dice for each set of units. Like, so get a Ziploc baggie, right, and fill it full of a different color dice for that unit, right, and have that Ziploc baggie or that box or whatever you have ready to go like just prepare yourself so i have the 36 pack sometimes i roll it twice so i roll it once and then i roll it twice as guys die i peel it off right so it just it makes sure you're ready especially when you're rolling a ton of dice like i do or guard does 
I know a lot of people have a lot of dice throughout the years of playing and, you know, dice superstition, like, all oh, these dice get cold, these guys is hot, whatever, you change dice. Cool. I don't give a shit. I have literally a box, a tackle <laughs> box that has a shit ton of dice. All the different Eldar colored dice that came out, I have all of them. And they come in packs of 20. I have all of them. And I play with literally all of them except the fucking white ones because goddamn too small to fucking read. <laughs> but I play with all of them. But I don't play with all of them in every fucking game. Right? I don't have a dice superstition. I just... Like, I have my army in on my train, nice little lines. I have my fucking dice. 555-66. Five, 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 six, six. Or 5555 five, 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 and 5555. Five, five, five. And, and I know. Two different colors and that's it. You only need two really sets out there as long as you can cover your biggest shooting fucking unit in your army with with one of the dice. Maybe it's roll all these dice twice and yeah. that will cover the unit. That's fine. Don't have a shit ton of dice. Don't be those people that have the fucking Crown Royal bag and turn it upside down <laughs> and there's fucking like a bajillion fucking different, size, different colors, colors. Sizes, uh. and all types of shit. Or a Ziploc bag, fucking Hayden. And this is like I should didn't like, but he's a different story because he only rolls fucking fives and sixes. So it works for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, another tactic is well, I don't know really if it's a tactic. It should just be an like embedded skill is uh, counter uh, deep strike deployments. You have to play in eighth edition. You have to know how to deal with deep striking armies in general, and then infiltrating armies is a different you know monster, but. Well, Nurglings were taken care of. Nurglings were taken care of. But deep strike, deep strike is very, very, very powerful, especially if it's against opponent that does not know how to utilize the fucking zones where they can't deep strike. Between two units, it's eighteen inches. Make your nine inch and eighteen inch bubbles. Yep. Know what eighteen inches look. I like. don't have a lot of units in my army. I really don't. I, I don't know offhand how many I really have, but it's not much. It's not no guard. It's not no tyrannids, orcs, you know. But I can cover my whole deployment zone where you can't, you cannot get line breaker on me by deep striking. Right. You just can't. 18 inches is a lot of space. Plus, you add like. It's 18 get, inches in between and then nine more inches on both sides right. of those units. Right. So they give a wave serpent. That's like, what, four inches across? Three oh, inches across? Wave serpents were amazing when I, I used them. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you're not using them now, but still, like a wave serpent, for instance. I'm not saying they're bad. There's like inches. a three or four inch model, like across. And then it's 18 inches from that model to the next wave serpent. So you add that all together. That's 24 inches. You've See, just covered on the board. Not to mention the nine inches on each side of it. What's 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 funny though is a lot of armies that deep strike a lot don't have flyers, and a lot of armies that have flyers don't have a lot of deep strike because I think they're under the concept of oh I deep strike so I don't need a flyer that goes mm-hmm. all over the place, or I have a flyer so I don't need a deep strike because I can get wherever I want. But when you have a flyer and, and deep, deep striking strike. in the same list, it fucks up. Like I I can't cover my whole. My whole deployment, because not only do I have to block you from fucking deep striking, I also have to fucking block the flyer from moving an inch away from Yvrain and just nuking her off the table. Sure. It, I don't know, it's just funny. Just master the deep striking thing, and then you can take on the infiltrating monster after you can deny people deep striking, because infiltrating takes a little bit different tactics, but it takes a lot more tactics in the sense of sacrificing units to not letting your opponents do certain things, but still 
get a bonus out of it. Yeah. One of the things I did when 8th edition first came out is when I realized the 18-inch bubble thing. Like, it wasn't 9 inches. It was 18 inches between things. And as soon as I figured that out, and it didn't take me long, because I'm not a mathematician, but I do have a brain between my ears. Like, in, if you can't get a game, you don't have three hours to go get a game. But what you can do is if you get a dining room table or you get a table at the house, practice deployment. Practice deploying. Measure out nine inches, measure out 18 inches, and practice your deployment. If you can practice your deployment, if you have a dining room table at your house, you can practice your deployment. Practice your deployment on deployment zones you don't like. If you have a floor, you can practice yeah, your deployment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a floor. And now, that. you may be listening to us thinking, like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Cool, you don't want to win the tournament. Yeah, you, you don't you're want the, to You're win. the person right. that is content doing as best as you can in the middle tables. That's that fine. I will use to step up to the fucking next table. That's fine. But if you really want to get up there... And you're not naturally gifted like the fucking, you know, Sean Nadens and Brandon Grants that just see the game in a whole different fucking, I don't know, lens than everybody else. Like, we got to put in a little bit more effort. We have to understand how to deploy our army. You could take an hour. You can practice your deployment like three or four different times easily. Like, put the army out there. Take it off the table. Right? If you have terrain, rearrange the terrain. Redeploy. Do it again. Right? If you have another army, like, put it on the other side of the table. Right, practice your deployment. Like, I've got a whole bunch of armies. I dabble in armies, and I would put my armies out, and I would practice deployment different times because deployment is off my weak point. And I Me know too. that. Me too. I know. That. So I'll practice deployment. deployment. So before before SoCal, I practiced my deployments. Deployment's very important in the fucking and deployment actually won me some games. Like, and the reason I didn't lose the games I lost, I lost by like one or two points, but. I didn't lose that badly because my deployment was actually pretty darn good. Like I felt like I was getting crushed, but because of the way I deployed, I was able to keep my Castellan robots around. I was able to do things. You want to make them fucking work for it. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. want to give it to them. I was getting work for it. I felt like I was getting crushed, but I would only lose these games like two points or one right. point. Even Rocky time. lost. Even right. Rocky lost. <laughs> but that motherfucker walked away knowing he was in a fight. So one of my tactics I'll throw out there, and I'm not going to LVO, but practice your deployment. Like I know this is launching on Friday, and you're always, anyone's at LVO, but you know, the next turn, just practice your deployment. If you're that lonely motherfucker, Take an hour. not partying with all of us it's on not, Friday night. It's not. It's not even that. Like be at home practice. I know there's plenty of times where you go to your fucking local game store and nobody fucking shows up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just practice deploying. Yeah, practice deploying. Easy, easy on and not and your always, first turn movement like you could do that too. Not not always on your fucking most optimal tables, right? Play on shitty tables. Yeah, it'll, it'll make you better. So when you have these tables, they're like, "Fuck, I can hide my whole army in this shit." Sweet. Play on an empty table. You go to SoCal Games and Comics. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, a shooting phase. I guess tactics would be uh, there's a lot of things right now that either come back cultists looking at you guys fucking knowing fucks Um, and I see people complain about cultists all the time I don't have a problem with them right Um, it's good you gotta gotta put some effort into killing them yes but it always comes down to target order I guess how you activate your stuff in shooting um now I'm coming from an Eldar sense, so my things that I have in my army that ignore line of sight would be my Dark Reapers, the Exarchs. They shoot the 2d6, ignore uh, line of sight. So I don't start with them, right? I know they can kill cultists. Sure. Correct. I, I They'll kill a lot. They won't kill fucking 40, 
But I know my guardians that shoot at him will kill all the fuckers that I can see. And then, oh, there, how many are left? Ten? Cool. 18 shots plus 2d6 that ignore line of sight? Got it. Or, hey, there's, you know, two cultists left in out of line of sight. The dark, the Exarch got it. It's all about activation, activating in the right order. Just don't shoot shit because you can't. Think about how this is going to happen if I don't kill the full unit. You're going to get tempted to say, like, I got this really cool unit that's badass. I got six Castellan robots. I know they can nuke everything, right? But if you shoot all your Castellan robots, maybe those rangers, right? don't have a chance to shoot at something. But then, or maybe you bring up another point. Sometimes you could shoot your like Castellan robots shoot what, thirty six, right? Yeah. Castellan robots shoot thirty six. Um Dark Reaper shoot forty eight. Your I don't know some other unit Scouts shoots, shoot twelve or four twenty four. Right, right. But right. you have a unit, say um Subing Hawks shoot twenty four, right? Right. And I have my Dark Reapers. But I put my when I deep strike my uh Swooping Hawks, I put them at twenty four inches. And my opponent knew that. So I shot my Dark Reapers first for some reason. They're going to peel and that they front line. took that front line that they saw me pre-measured to. And then, cool, I, they have five guys that are in the open, but I have nothing to shoot at them anymore. They're be- out of range. Because they're out of range. Make sure to fucking shoot. If it's a fucking warlock that has a fucking pistol, uh, he's barely in range. Yeah, I'm going to shoot this guy first. Oh, yeah, you might kill a unit. He, he, he killed somebody. Cool. And then if you would have thought about all your shooting, fuck, if I didn't shoot him first, would have been alive with one person. The amount of times I couldn't shoot my stupid termagants with flesh borers, right? They're at 12 inch range because I shot something else that was further away first. If I just shot the termagants, right, I could have had like two units shooting at this. I could have killed that unit but because I got excited about the cool thing that could shoot that had all the badass shooting, right? The twinling devour with brain lynch worms was so badass. I thought, oh, I'm going to shoot 12 shots. I'm going to kill 12, 12 of these guys. And of course, it doesn't happen. Course, right. This is all two misses. And right. They save like fucking four. Right. So there's four guys left. Right. <laughs> and I'm out of range to shoot everything else because the stupid fucking gaunt with the stupid flesh borer who could have killed those four guys is now out of range. Exactly. Right. So think about the order you're activating in the shooting. And that kind of goes into my next point. Shoot that pistol at Magnus. Shoot it. Hey, <laughs> the thing is so great and not great about this edition is that everything hurts everything. So that one fucking pistol could take one wound off. That fucking last pistol. I, I killed Magnus with a last pistol. was the last wound. What? Yeah. On Hayden. My freaking uh, <laughs> my tech priest. Engine Seer had a last pistol. And he shot Magnus. It was the last shot left. And he killed Magnus with a last pistol. Now, the that kind of goes into my next point of tiger, uh, target priority. Always knowing your target priority. Right? Um Something about James Carmoni, he was using like something like Nurgle flies yeah. and using cultists. Yeah. Now you have to they're both in your face. Cool. Kill the Nurgle flies and then deal with the cultists. Cause if you don't kill the cultists, they're coming back. Same thing with the Nurgle flies, they're gonna fucking come back too. So pick one of them, whatever you're more scared of, or what can hurt your army more, like immediately deal with that. And that it's higher on the target priority. But just know once you've started dealing with it, you, you have but to, you finish, have to it. finish dealing with it. Yeah, but that that's the thing about target priority. Know what you need to fucking deal with it and actually deal with it. Kill it. Don't I'm gonna shoot a couple of units here, shoot a couple of units here, you're just gonna shoot units here. No, that ain't gonna fucking do anything. Especially because things oh, two CP, I ignore I'm fearless, or they pass their fucking morale, not enough guys run away. 
But on top of knowing your own target priority and your turn, you should be doing your thing. But at the same time thinking, okay, I'm doing all this. My opponent is going to shoot this because they don't like this. Or this is going to be their target priority against me. And if you could start realizing what your opponent's going to start shooting back, you can now start counterplaying what he wants to do or make him overstretch to get what he wants. And then he's in a bad position for you or for him and then good position for you to kill him next turn mm-hmm. and take the game. And if you could start doing that, you'll be in a good spot to winning your game and possibly winning tournaments after that. Um, and with the target priority or knowing your opponent's target priority, um, by the assault phase, you should already know by your enemy's assault phase, you should already know what you're doing in your turn. You should already be knowing where you're moving. You should already be knowing like what you're gonna what you're gonna go kill for, because at this time, like when it comes to your turn, you shouldn't be you know taking a step back, putting your hand on your chin like, hmm, what am I gonna do now? I don't really know. He killed that. Wasn't expecting that. I don't know. It should be like fuck. He killed that in his assault phase. I hope he takes a little bit longer in this assault phase so I can take a couple minutes to think about this. Well, once the assault phase starts, you know what's locked down and what it can't shoot, right? Yeah. Or what has to fall back if you wanted to shoot. Okay, so I know I'm not shooting that. I know I'm not shooting that. So here's the units I have available to me. What are these units? Where are they moving to? And what are they killing, right? Mm-hmm. Like those freaking, you know, whatever, the the corn... Uh, blood letters? The, not the blood letters. The... um. Berserkers? The berserkers, right? Berserkers assault the bejesus out of something, right? And they're going to... They attack twice or three times. Right, right. They, they, they're going to kill the fuck out of that. Let's, because let's, berserkers can get Marcus Slanesh. Well, let's say, say the berserkers... Say, say they don't quite or kill is, that entire squad of what is squad it? of gaunts or the entire squad of freaking, you know, gaunts or... Or, 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 um, or, you know, whatever. They don't kill 100% of it, right? I got like three dudes left. Right, and they, they make it, whatever, right? Okay, so I know that unit's fucked, right? So I'm going to fall back. What's going to go kill those? Because if I don't deal with these fucking berserkers, they're going to assault the bejesus into something else, right? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Like, what do I do now? So you should know and that. You should already like, be- the beginning of the assault, their assault phase, you should know where your next movement's going. Yeah, as soon as they, like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll my assault phase, and I choose these targets. Okay, that's probably dead, so count them out in my plan for my turn. And if they're there... On their turn, sweet. That's fucking a plus. You already counting them out. But if you're not, you're already fucking moving on. Yeah. Move on with your life. Yeah. Shit's going to die in 8th edition. Just the way it is. Um, that brings me into the assault phase placements uh, tactics. It's very important if you're an assault army. It's very important if you're not an assault army. I'm not an assault army, and I still use fucking assault all the time. Like, the assault phase is a really weird phase. There's a lot of rules that kind of, like, come loot into it and if you're not an assault army don't assault something that is good at assault head on because you're gonna get attacked by all of them now if you can attack from the side like say if something's stringed out cool i'm gonna attack from way the fuck on the right side you have four people in range cool they don't kill me you can't shoot next turn or you have to fucking attack me or pile in towards me right come off that objective Use assault to your advantage, and if you can do that, perfect. If you can tie things up and you have a fly unit, you can tie a unit in combat. One dude, and for some reason your opponent doesn't fucking take that one dude that's surrounded, hey, now you can't get shot, and they can't leave. And then you can leave and shoot. 
The assault phase is a very weird phase, but you can use it to your advantage even if you're not an assault army. And if you are an assault army, it's very important to master that. The movement and the pile-in, the fucking heroic interventions, all that shit. Attack, using a stratagem to attack again, but not really attack again, but just to use it to move three inches to pile in. Mm-hmm. Like, all very important things to tying up things so they can't shoot you, to get you further down the table. There's just so much stuff in the assault phase. It's take a look at the assault rules again. Figure out how placements can help you. And think about counter assault too. Like when you're placing your units and you're playing an assault army, think about keeping your units four and a half inches apart or five and a half inches to keep that unit from consolidating into the next unit. I mean, the amount of times I've been able to take a gene store unit and kill a unit and then consolidate within an inch to the well, next got, unit. You got to think about how the unit that's going to get assaulted, are they two inches apart or are they one inch apart or are they base to base? Because that's going to affect the person charging you. If they say they were boss car, box cars, yeah, they can't assault the unit behind them, but they can use that full 12 inches to be within an inch of the enemy they want to assault and sure. then they're closer to you. Right. So you got, you know, the spacing's important. There's a lot of things like the assault phase is crazy, like. There's, there's so much I'd, in there. I, I'd say it's more technical than the actual fucking shooting phase. Yeah, shooting. You just, I want to shoot there yeah, and yeah, I want to yeah. shoot there. Uh, yeah, 100%. There's so much that happens. Like, especially like with assault the pilot, armies. The pilot I, is, is a big fucking deal. I think assault armies, especially, and this is why I always consider Tyrion as a thinking man's army, is you have to think about like your next, like, I move and then I advance and then I move and then I assault. Right, and then what happens? At, okay, I know I'm going to kill the fuck out of this thing, but what happens after that? Right, you have to think about that in advance before you do that. So if I do assault this, okay, what's my assault range? Oh fuck, I barely made the assault. Okay, cool. Maybe I don't necessarily want to kill the fuck out of this unit. I want to keep it alive for another turn, and maybe make them fall back or whatever. Well, yeah, making the charge isn't enough. Right. Just because you can make a charge isn't enough. Sometimes making that extra inch on a charge can consolidate E3 extra inches into a different unit. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like the the movement phase where you're moving to think about your shooting phase, right? Right, right. Your assault phase, you're moving in the assault phase to think about that pile-in, to think about the how am I going to survive after this this assault. Can right? I consolidate into the next thing? Exactly. And tie it up Just think or of it survive. Like Look at the assault rules. Think of it in a different mindset of thinking ahead. And I'm pretty sure you guys will figure it out. I mean, there's people that are good all over the place that just, you know, just normal yeah. players. And then the last thing, which I find because I hate people, um, keep talk light this and short. This is a big problem for me. This is a big problem for me. I know. You like talk. You're a talkative person. Just keep light. Keep talk very light and short in the game. If you want to win. Like, if you're there to have a fucking blast and make friends... More power to you. Don't really care. <laughs> do that. You're going to meet people like me that don't want to do that. And I'm just going to short talk you because I want to play the game. That's what I'm there for. I'm Fun for me is doing well. And then after, if you want to go have beers and fucking talk shit or fucking what, I'm cool for that too. But during the game, that's what I want to do. I want to win. I want to play the game by the rules to the top notch that both of us could play. I don't want to sit here and learn about your fucking day. I don't give a shit about your last game. I really don't. I don't care what you did last year. Because you're thinking about your next game. Because <laughs> I'm fucking thinking about this game right here. 
and how I'm going to win this to go to the next one and win. And all that talking fucking takes up all your time. And those are always the people who are like, oh, we don't have enough time to play our fucking games. Well, if you didn't fucking dick around about each other's fucking army for fucking 30 minutes, <laughs> you could have probably had two more fucking rounds. <laughs> but no. And that's it. That's, that's, that's all I got, you know, for tactics and preparations. I know they kind of like bled into each other because I'm not very good at. I was kind of like writing things. And I was like, this doesn't belong here. And if I could put it up to preparations, <laughs> this doesn't belong here. I put this down to fucking tactics. Well, you know, the tactics and the preparation kind of bleed into each other because we I think we, you know, one of your tactics was come to your table ready to go. Well, that came to the preparation. If you weren't prepared with your cart and your magnets and your you read the fucking packet and you had your dice ready to go, right? The preparation, that was all a piece of the tactic, right? So instead of counting out dice, right, you were ready to go. Or instead of rolling up to the table five minutes late with your army in a pile on a, you know, in a box... And then now it takes forever for you to fucking deploy. And now you're all flustered because your opponent's like, dude, you're slow playing me. And now you're all making mistakes and deployment. I'm always going to put my army out here. Right now you fucked up your deployment. You were prepared. So the preparation l- was a piece of the tactic. It's all big circle. It all goes, right, right, all right. It all goes in there. So if you're not prepared, if you haven't practiced, right? If you didn't practice your deployments, you don't know how you want to deploy. If you don't have your dice ready to go, if you haven't read your packet, if you don't know what fucking missions you're playing, right? You're going to cruise up the table and go, so what are we doing? And you're already, you haven't even rolled dice and you already lost the game. You don't know the mission. Your army's not ready to go. You're fucking up your deployment, right? You you're just, all, yeah, you, you're, you're definitely already losing. You just lost the game and you didn't realize it yet, right? Because you cruised up and you had no idea what the mission was, right? Oh, I got all my points for Linebreaker. No, you didn't. I built my whole game around this moment <laughs> to get Linebreaker because you didn't read the packet. You didn't get, you got one point, not four points. Yep. Right? The preparation is the tactic. If you're going to go to LVO, you've known for months you're going to LVO. Now you're listening to this and you're driving to LVO or flying. <laughs> right. But still, like, if you're, if you think you're going to do well, if you're trying to do well, right? You've been thinking about this for months, right? You've had your ticket purchased since June, maybe since January. Well, what day did it go on sale? <laughs> the day after the last LVO. I don't know. I, I, I just remembered literally today while I was in fucking Fuckface's shop that I bought the deluxe package. I was like, oh shit. High roller, man. I bought the high roller package. Fuck yeah. I got all excited and I was just like, that's going to be a highlight because I'm going to go fucking four and two. <laughs> or I mean two and four. But still Fuck like. It, I'm going four and two. But you should, you, if you're not prepared, like if. if if you cruise up to your first table and like, you wouldn't be wearing the dress if you go for it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I no, not gonna fucking happen. Not gonna fucking happen. I will never wear that fucking thing again. The next person <laughs> to wear that fucking dress is fucking Josh or Norman. I might be wearing a dress at some point. Well, you don't play enough. <laughs> oh, shots fired. I get that once every two weeks from Ray. Okay. I get, cool. I don't, hey, I got it once every two weeks. Don't worry about it. Hey, I bought a house, bitch. Okay? I can't help it. Hey. <laughs> I bought a house. I sat on the couch. <laughs> yeah. I sat on the couch. You sat on the couch and beat your pud. But no, seriously. Not even. The preparation. You, you talk about this thing doesn't belong here, but the preparation is the tactic. Because if you're not prepared, 
If you don't know your missions, you don't know your packet. If, if you don't, you don't know, your, know, if you don't know your fucking army, if you don't know the FAQs, like it, you it, walked up to the table and you've already lost, you just don't know it. You know, like that's why I say, like, practice your deployments. Like, if, I don't have three hours to go down to the game store and get a game, which it actually takes five hours because you get your army, you drive down there, right. you meet some guy and says, "Oh, hey, let's play a game." Cool, right? You talk some bullshit for half an hour, then finally you deploy, you roll dice, five hours, you know. From the moment you decided I'm going to the game store to the moment the game was over, that was five hours. Oh, yeah. I, right? You ain't got to tell me, man. I, I fucking right. know. You got a girl who Who's wants fucking, who likes you cats. You, you know, um, you've got a job. You've got kids. You've got shit going on. There's PUBG happening. You're missing it. You know, like all the shit happens. I, I know I don't have five hours today, but I have an hour. I can practice my deployment or I could take this one unit and roll dice and determine is this unit good? Can I hit on threes and wound on threes? I'm a firm believer in you can have a mediocre army or a mediocre like top tier, whatever, a a six out of ten type deal army. And if you fucking know what you're doing and you know what other people are doing, you can fucking either beat them or get fucking close to doing it. How many times have major tournaments rolled around where some guy showed up with a list out of fucking nowhere? Right. Brandon Grant, like two years ago with his Dark Angels. Whoever fucking played Dark Angels? But no, no one would have played Dark Who Angels. Who the fuck was Brandon Grant a couple of years ago? Right! Right? Who would have thought that Tyranids could win a massive tournament in 7th edition with right. freaking Lictors? Right. Right? Or that that, well, that, was, that Blood Eagle Scouts were good. It was Nick Nottawati. Right. But like, well, Blood Angels Scouts are good because they get plus one to win. Well, that was, was back Nick. then, like a 6th, 7th edition. Who thought oh, to run those seven? lists? Right. But these lists come out of nowhere. But if you know it, right, it's not the net dick, right? But you know it. But you're prepared. You know your missions. You know you, your you army. You fucking know. You guy, can do well. It's not fucking Ryan, rocket scientist, guy. You, you fucking know. Now, now and that's pretty much the LVO list, tactics, and preparation. And I talked a lot. But, uh, Phil, what what list are you taking? Uh, long story short, without fucking boring you to fucking death, it's been a long podcast. Uh, Shadow Sword, six units of ten guard. Uh, out of those six, four are taking mortars to prevent my guys from getting reaper. Fuck you, Andy. Uh, some psychers. So you got guard with a shadow sword. Shadow sword, salamander command tank to let him hit a little better because if you're a guard player, you know we need that extra help. Um, some signs dropping down and the, angel, and the angel. Oh herself. yeah, Celestine. She's gonna be fucking wreaking havoc if I play her right. Um, she's good, man. Three basilisk. You know, is it what I want? A hundred percent right now. No, I'll be honest. Is is it the list I want? One hundred percent right now. No. Uh, I, I hate to be going into LVO more excited for after LVO. I'm 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 super excited. You said to see that already. I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't fucking care. I'm super excited for this custodius fucking book. You know. Uh, I want. I'm gonna see what happens. I'm. I'm excited to run. I. I, I got to kind of somehow. And with so- custodes, we'll end with that with a break to data slate. Yeah, yeah. We'll, go, we'll do custodes in a minute. We'll talk about custodes um, here in a minute. So we'll take a quick break. I got to pee. I'm gonna break Finally. the seal. It's, it's about time. Yeah. And we'll come back. We'll do some data slate with Adeptus Custodes, Thousand Suns, and other rumors. Do you believe the Emperor protects? Or do you believe a false god sits on the golden throne? 
and death to the false emperor. Regardless of whether you're a loyalist or a traitor, go to www.flyingmonkeycon.com. www.flyingmonkeycon.com is Kansas' biggest wargaming convention with Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age of Sigma, Kings of War, X-Wing, Horus Heresy narrative event. It promises to be an amazing event set on the river of Wichita, Kansas at the Drury Inn. Get your tickets soon the weekend of June 22nd through 24th right here in the air capital of Kansas. See you there. Pretty dick. Pretty dick. Pretty dick. Hope you like that. Anyway, <laughs> we are back um, with uh, we're done with some tactics and stuff for LVO. We're gonna jump into the data set because there was lots of news over the last week or two for the data slate. Um, but you call more fucking Imperium yeah. and chaos news. So I guess you could say this is not news. This is just more of the fucking same. I I don't care. <laughs> Well, of course Quit you don't care. Crying. It's it's all improvements to your army. It's not which crying. We it's just <laughs> boredom. Who else would you rather have? A, uh, Gene Stealer Colt. Give me a Gene Stealer Colt. Oh, codex. orcs. Okay, orcs. Orcs. Necrons. Orcs Tyranids. are always bad. No, they're not. They're not going to be bad. They're going to be bad. Orcs. Uh, Why'd you get smashed at LVO by some orcs? Orcs are Jets very orcs. good. They're I a fantastic. I haven't lost Jets with orcs. They're I, a fantastic index co- index group. Um, Army right Out now. of the index, co- yeah, they, they they're, were good. They're I haven't great. lost yet to them. I haven't not lost yet to them. And they're they're. Um, I want to see Dark Outlaw. They're chapter approved. They got even better. Like orcs ish are good. Like I, I, when we do the recap next week, I hope we get Francisco because I want to hear how his orcs did. Because I know he's got the list. Like it's got a bajillion orcs in it. <laughs> And I'm excited to see what it does. I'm excited to see what it does too. I, mean, I bet you Tyler's not happy about. No, he's orcs. not. He's been painting orcs like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he's going blind on orcs like, over there. Hey Tyler, I need this. Um, you know, no. <laughs> it's just no. All right. I should I get Tyler on the show tonight? He's like, I can't do it. I got to paint orcs. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the data slate. So we got some big news this week on Adeptus Custodes. Um, Thousand Sons are the big two that are coming out here shortly, of course. Um, custodies, custodes, whatever you want. You're supposed to say custodies, that's what I've been told. Like you have to pronounce every vowel. The janitors. Yeah, the, the janitors of the 41st millennium. <laughs> uh, uh, so the, um, the emperor, of course, is dying or is dead. And the custodians have nothing else better to do now than go out in the world and fight wars. Oh, okay. Um, so... He's gonna die. He's dead. He's been dead. It's like Elvis. He's well, like legitimately dead. We're like he's not even gonna be on the throne. He's you think so? Die. He's gonna die. Who, just, he's gonna, gonna die. Who's gonna kill him? Gilliman and Call. He's dead. He's just dead. Gilliman and Call and who else? Gilliman and Call are gonna walk in and kill him, and which they're not gonna be quote unquote killing him. They're gonna be setting him free, and he's gonna come back a fucking demon. But he's gonna be a good demon. If and, that fucking happens, look at Ray if with that his lore. Ha- no, that. no. If that fucking happens, that's a fucking stretch right there. It's not a stretch. That is a stretch. No. Nope. If I'm, that fucking happens, it's gonna happen. I, 
later podcast. We'll we'll figure out some fucking deals for that, but that's not gonna fucking happen. He's dead. Cipher went and saw that motherfucker while he's in his tomb. Nope. Whatever. He did. He did. You, Gilliman and Colgan and sound free. But anyways, the fucking the janitors. The janitors. Um, so this is about the podcast cover. This I've watched the Warhammer community. Um, this army is the elitist. You watch that? Yeah, that bullshit. The Warhammer community. God, this shit is so bad. There's a rumor. Without There's without no, not the videos, but like without I've Rob, that fucking Warhammer community it's shit dead. is so it's dead. Fucking once, horrible. I, 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 once Rob left. There's no, there's no energy. Ru- there's Rufio no- Sims, Rufio Sims. Once you left, it died with it's, you, man. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. No, I don't God. watch it, but I, 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 you know, I follow the news from the Warhammer community site. It okay. was bad. Okay, I do that. So the releases, right? For a while, you were working up at seven a.m. right, just to find out what was happening for Eighth Edition. Right, you were just like religious. Seven a.m. What's going on? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, was dead. Dark time. Dark time. It was a dark time, right? <laughs> a dark time in your life. There wasn't shit going on, right? People were leaving eight, uh, 40K to go play AOS or War Mahords or Malifaux. Oh fuck. <laughs> fuck War Mahords. Anyway, so we got the custodians, the, game the, world. the janitors of the 41st millennium. Um, but we got a new codex. This is, you know, if this is the elitist of the elite elite armies like this is three models per unit it's 500 points it's like 300 points <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um this is a very good companion and, and phil you've been talking about adding this to your guard this is gonna be a buff he's talking about adding one guy but yeah, I, I don't want any more with, I, a, with some tissue paper on a fucking <laughs> yeah I, 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 Some toilet tissue and a pole we can make, is going to fix my army. Well, uh, a banner. Yeah. yeah. A flag. Yeah. I mean, I've read the Horus Heresy books. I'm not a fan of custodies. They're a little too fucking by the book for me. So I'm not a fan of them. I really don't. Their paint scheme is elementary to me and, and boring. But If you paint by the book, they can be. But yeah, if you go outside the box and grow a little testicles and no. do some imagination. They, it's boring to me. Paint some purple custodians, bitch. No, 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 no. But, you got to do it by lore, man. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Um, honestly, the only... I, I haven't seen the book yet. Some other guys have told me what they've seen in the book and whatnot. And the points, from what I've heard, are there. They're not overpriced. They actually seem like what Grey Knights should have been. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't seem overpriced. They actually seem useful. They're not gonna get their dick knocked in the dirt until a bunch of fucking neckbeards cry about it. But but Grey Knights kill a demon and they just come back. Uh, One CB. Uh, yeah yeah. Thank you G Dub. <laughs> but uh, all uh, the only thing I'm looking to add to my guard army at this point, I, I, this is in the future, is maybe uh, a small fucking like vanguard detachment of just elites with a fucking the no, shield captain. Your supreme, your supreme command detachment. No, dude, you have to with ha- Saint Celestine and what this fucking dude and the shield the ba- commander. D- dude, the banner is not a. a, a uh, HQ, he's an elite. Perfect. It fits in the Supreme Command attachment. How fucking perfect. So I'd have to have three HQs. 
Celestine, the shield captain. Who's the third? A primary tiger. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> See how quickly he came up with that? I, I haven't looked at it. I, I haven't seen the He hasn't looked book at yet. it either. No, but <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. Okay, guard players out there, listen to me, fucking hear me, goddamn now. You can run. I'm nobody in again. the guard. You- guard, no. guard players, lend me your ears. Yeah, no. <laughs> Conscripts are Open back. The box channels. You know, I'm telling you, you can run. A 30-man, fuck you guys. A 30-man and a 30-man. fuck you guys. <laughs> with fucking Strachan. I, I wouldn't know what the 30-man, fuck you guys is. And that's like a shit ton of a fucking tax. Use a CP. Make some regular guardians combine. That's 20 dudes. Uh, I'm thinking about bringing Valkyries back and dropping Bullgrins out of the goddamn sky you know, I'm excited for what's on the horizon. I haven't looked at it 100% yet, yet, so don't fucking crucify me right now for the ideas I'm coming up with. But I think with this new banner making everything within six inches fearless or everything Imperium and having the shield captain uh, have Celestine teleport to him while he's in combat within an inch or and an inch or whatever the fuck it is, I think that's pretty fucking powerful, guys, and we got to look at it. No, no, no. So I think guard is fucking back, and I, I think something I, I was talking to a buddy of mine recently, and he guard, guard was gone for half episode. Uh, now half an episode. Yeah. Well, now, now they're fucking back. So get over <laughs> Imperial it. Imperial soup. Hey uh, guys, guys who are running guard, uh, the best piece of advice that I got from a buddy of mine recently: throw is, that shit in the trash. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop running your guard like gun line. That's the best piece of advice I, I've got to say is stop running your guard like you want to table your opponent. This isn't 7th or 6th or even fucking 5th edition. Tabling your opponent doesn't mean fucking shit. Tabling your opponent in ITC doesn't even mean you actually win. Right. So stop trying to table your opponent. Start trying to win objectives and play the fucking meta. Okay? So give up. uh, Fucking challenge me. Fucking go out there, get rid of Basilisks. Get rid of mana cores and fucking put Bulgrins, Sentinels. Okay, stop running Cadians. There so are basically other you're saying go guards. out there and lose all your games. <laughs> no, no. Uh, hey, if you if you fucking do it, challenge me. If you fucking do it, comment on the fucking post. They feel you're fucking wrong. But go out there. There's other fucking factions of fucking guard or fucking guard who are okay. I, I, I will still say, Catechins are fucking great. Talern, get the fuck out of here. Guys, if you haven't measured... Your dick? No. It I measured says, my dick twice today. Fuck you. <laughs> Talern, you can have one unit. Okay, think about this. You can have one fucking unit coming from a board edge within seven inches. Have you measured a super heavy? It's so exactly, the size of my dick. Yeah, it is exactly seven inches. You can put bully yeah, the size of my dick in yeah. a fucking stormlord. <laughs> Fuck you guys! God damn it! I'm I'm spitting some fucking game here. Keep spitting game. The the fact that at, at some point I think I think it's during the assault phase where the shield captain can teleport to Celestine in the middle of combat. Outside of an inch or within an inch, I'm not 100 sure. Yet. Don't fucking. It's when an enemy is within an inch of whatever right. person they're protecting. Right. It's it's really good. It, it's it's fucking really good. So between that 
and the fearless bubble, I really think really the only way to run guard right uh, now is, is, is to that, run soup. That okay. The, the invulnerable fearless bubble and their bikes. Yeah, the the the, the two options the the missiles that the bikes have. No, fuck the missiles. No, what, it's what, all about the hurricane bolts around the praetors. Then, then, te- then tell me. What, I, I haven't seen all of it. I haven't seen all of it, so tell me. The the hurricane I mean, they're they're bikes with two up saves, they're fucking T five, T five, strength five. Um they got a they, shit. Ton hurricane of bolter, they could deep strike them because they have a stratagem for that shit. Because why not? Um They're a beast in close combat, like the so we, I think we, there's a strategy of the plus one to wound too, right? Yeah, we didn't get all of the news. We didn't get all of the stats on the what are these called the the Veritas Praetors, which is the jet bikes for the custodians. Which by the way, they look awesome. They look fucking amazing. Uh, they look way better than the Forge World flying dildos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These just stats alone. Um, are we gonna invite fucking new guy over here? Oh yeah, we were we were the the rude interruption. Of course, was Hayden. Uh, Hayden decided to show up. Show up out of the warp. Out of the warp. Um, you know what? <laughs> I, my warp being warped. Yeah, that's my. Warp. Yeah. <laughs> so Hayden showed up. He graced us with his presence, um, and is joining us now. Um, so thanks for joining us. It, um, it's great to have you on. Uh, but the the Veritas Praetors, like these models, look fantastic. The stats look amazing. I think I wrote in the notes that um, this, with the Hurricane Bolters and their spear, this may be the best bike unit in the game. Right. But as a someone who's a bit shell-shocked, and I think Ray can kind of attest to this, you, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried that I'm going to go out and buy these models, run them for about two months, three months tops, and then some fucking puss will fucking cry about it. And then it'll get fucking nerfed. They're not. They're not going to get nerfed because they're going to be a shit ton of points. I so they, were so were what the the shadow specters. Sho, so were they, dude? Shadow specters weren't a lot of points. Really, they, they were. They were uh, pointed a very. They were like, pretty cheap. Under cost, what they sh- under cost of what they should have been. Now I haven't seen them since then, and now they're to the cost of the old dark reavers, which I think is a little too much. Because they, they went up 10 points each model. Right. But as a, as a guard player, as an Imperium player, I'm afraid to go and invest, as you're handling your Shadow Specters, I'm afraid to go invest into these models, maybe win a couple games, you know what I mean? Yeah, the and Shadow then Specters get used to it, fucking, and they get fucked. These Shadow you know? Specters are badass. Look at them. They're fucking no, dope. No, I know they're fucking badass. And those, fucking, those jet bikes are going to be awesome. Hey. I, I'm just a bit shell shocked, you know. I, I don't want to go out and buy these fucking models because LV- the book comes out this week. I'm gonna buy all these fucking models and codexes this week, and then it just get banned a fucking month or two later by, by from fucking social justice bu- bu- motherfuckers, you know, people who cannot fucking play the game and get good. Well, that's that's just like real life, fucking. It, it, it's just tiresome. That's all I'm saying. It, it's just fucking a pain in the fucking dick. That's all. I, I know it's a fucking pain in the dick. It's just that's the game. I mean, things get used and they're really good. Don't don't be the person that buys three units of them. Then buy well, one that, unit. Thankfully, all I'm gonna buy is the banner and the fucking shield captain, and then I'm gonna move on. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna want some bikes. I, I know the the bikes. 
I think a unit of bikes is going to be worth it. But they are going to be expensive. They're just... I think there's like 90 some odd points per bike. That's a lot. It's a lot. But that's 400 points for that's fastest, 450 points for five. Do they, do they suffer a moving penalty? Do we no, know? They're yet? hurricane bolters. They're hurricane bolters. Fuck the hurricane bolters. Fuck the missiles too. Fuck the missiles. No, uh, it's going to be at the hurricane bolters. They don't come. With no, bolters. they don't come with bolt. You get the no. hurricane bolter or you get the, the missile option, which is the melt a missile or the other so missile. What, what? What? Why would you take the hurricane bolter? Explain to me. So you can move up and shoot it. Because math. A volume of fire. Because you could. How much is a Hurricane Bolter? Fucking 12? It's like 10 points. It's cheap. So what about Torx Prime? They, they move. It's assault fucking for their guns. Like what? Well, the, the abilities, for one, you can deep strike them in. Two, they have a movement okay. of 14. Okay. Hurricane Bolter. So you They're could T5 scoop- and they have a two-up save. Right. They have T5 with a two-up save. I think they got like four wounds apiece or something like that. Um, they can. So they're like Terminators they're- on bikes. Essentially, with a hurricane bolter, so you can scoot around at the edges at 14 inch movement, capturing objectives, right? And then they have a stratagem that allows you to move the pick them up from the board and put them someplace else. So you can jump around the board. Did they really get that stratagem? I think they get that. I no, I, I'm it's pretty sure it's just a deep strike. Is it deep strike? Okay, I don't think you can. But remove. but still, being being able to move 14 inches and then shoot a hurricane bolter at a bunch of and then assault something and then they have fly, so now they can jump out of combat. And they got a ton of attacks, and that spear is crazy good. Yep. Um, from what we saw, like they're good, they're good at shooting and close combat. Yeah, and they, survivable. They're survivable, and they have mobility. Like, and we haven't seen all their psychic powers, correct? We haven't seen everything yet. Like, we so just we might have something that's pretty stupid, right? So, I think these guys by themselves are worth. I think after I, I think during LVO, I'm going to pick up a book. I'm going to read it. You're going to pick up a book and read during LVO for the well, first time I, after LVO. I'll, when when's the recap? You said Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. Uh, I was shooting for Tuesday, but we got something else going on. But maybe we can make it happen. I don't know. Okay. I'll figure something so whenever out. Whatever the recap is, if I, you're willing to have me on and I'm available, uh, you get grounded. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm not grounded, we're having a I'll party. We're having, and I'll fucking uh, we'll talk about it. Well, Tuesday is Ray's birthday. Oh, that's right. Yes, it is. That is right. Ray's turning like twelve or something like that. What? What? <laughs> So maybe we could we could fit in some recording time. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But no, these the, the the bikes. I think these bikes are the best bikes in the game. Sure, they're a little pricey, but I think they're worth their price, and they're going to be worth their points. Um, they do so much. Um, what I wrote in my notes here. They what, went on pre-sale this past Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. They're ready. So at LVO, they're going to be released. They're going to be released on during LVO. So when this releases on Friday, they'll be ready the Saturday the next day. So, yeah. Interesting. I yeah. wonder if they're going to have an LVO. They won't have an LVO because LVO's first day is Friday. Have, yeah, they're going to have exclusive. Your microphone's off, bitch, because you're chewing, crunching no, chips. I turned it on. Oh, okay. I, I know a little. <laughs> See, this is how we know you're fucking fat. You're the only motherfucker here eating. <laughs> what about Thousand Suns, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we're, not, we're not done with the custodians yet. Oh, okay. So, what right, are calling you fat? Or calling you, we're not done with that yet either. Yeah. <laughs> but what I wrote about the custodians is yeah, they're super hyper elite and you couldn't fit them into their own mono army list. They're just too elite for that. But this is a great companion to guard or Primaris Marines or something like that. Uh, cause they, they, they fill a gap, um, that's missing in some of those armies. Right. 
and I, I, I think they'll, they'll work out great in some of those. Imagine like, uh, the banner with the banner, you know, the banner that brings back freaking devastators, but also another banner that makes them fearless at the same Fuck time. Banners, <laughs> you know, fuck all this tissue paper on poles, dude. <laughs> what, what, then what are you talking about? What, what is the, your main thing? It's what, fucking what? annoying. A banner. <laughs> There's some paper flying in the wind behind you. I I get when fucking Gilman inspires you. He's a fucking Primark and he's supposed to be dead. I mean, he fucking almost died to fucking Fulgrim. But, uh, tissue paper? Here's the thing. I think it's more than tissue paper. I think it's, uh, if I was fighting, God for fucking bid, if I was fighting the 40k lamb, if I saw Gilman. You'd be too fat. Right. I wouldn't be a good guardsman. I wouldn't have made it into the fucking Adeptus Astartes. But if I saw Gillen, I'd be like, knowing all his history, I'd be like, yeah, you're pretty fucking cool, but you're a fucking bitch. Okay? If I saw a fucking okay. gold-clad motherfucker protect, like, fucking protecting the Emperor... Alright, we're, right. get, we're getting away from the fucking data sleep. No, no, the, the and we've already been here a while. I don't know. And it's not close. I was, they're a very, very, very elite army. And I do not think that they could be a fucking competitive uh, list by themselves. Hell fucking no. Right. It's far too little. They can't board control. I just I just don't see it. And I mean, yeah, their, st- their stats are amazing. Right. Granted. But that's it. Like, yeah. There's something. 8th edition is nothing but Math Hammer. Yeah. You shoot enough bolters at something because everything wounds everything, it, they're going to die. They're going to die. I, yeah. You smite something enough, they die. They'll, they'll fill a gap in somebody's army that needs to be filled. But you know? for what Phil was bringing up earlier, making cons- <coughs> conscripts fearless again, really good. Making anything Imperium fearless is really good. Conscripts will be back. It's really good. He'll be back. But I, he's still like, what, a 200-something point character? Or what? the banner is like, what, 100-something? Well, no, the, the banner is the banner's not expensive. The, the captain, which I'm not even sure if I'm going to run yet. I'm I'm more focused on 100%. I don't give a fuck about Celestine. I don't get I'm willing to pay 100 points to make my conscripts fearless. At the end of the day, I'm I'm willing to do that. Okay? Oh, okay, cool. Got it. You got Okay, yeah, fuck it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll I'll give them that. For someone that doesn't like Imperium, the fucking the guy with the axe that they showed, fucking his armor shit's pretty cool. I, I might get a unit of the bikes and, you know, like one of each box set just for painting. Like, I might do that. I mean, it's... it. Well, the painting is, is like, for something that has Tourette's, like... <laughs> you, you you paint it fucking gold. The named captain, the named you guy it, is... You, wa- you dry brush it. I'm not going to do one gold. I'm going to do one, like... Purple or green. You're gonna give somebody aneurysm when you fucking bring yeah. them to a table. Then yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, you're doing gold. It's lame. And the other thing, which was the main, Thousand Suns just came out correctly. They so. just re- they just announced um, we got one Warhammer community post, but within that one post, there was a shit ton of information about the Thousand Suns. I um, knew I knew it was gonna be stupid. So I didn't even fucking read it. I know you didn't read it. That's why I gave you I just, a ton I just, of little. I just snippets. looked at fucking the comments and I didn't see anything raging out about fucking Magnus, so I decided not to read it. Yeah, Magnus was he was pictured 
in the Warhammer community post, but they didn't talk about him. So I'm curious to see what the treatment's going to be. And I put in the show notes, like, so how's Magnus going to be? Is he going to be a demon? Is he Thousand Sons? Is he Chaos Space Marine? Like, well, I don't think he's going to be faction demons for sure. I mean, but you know, like, we get the F- we we talked about the FAQ earlier, Hayden, before you got here, and how you know, but you know, you couldn't fucking show up, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a single word. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's not important. Yeah. yeah, but like, I'm interested to see how like what Magnus has gone through so many iterations, like in the last like what year. You know, he, he was he was released before 8th edition, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's a part of the Index. And then he's a part of the Chaos Space Marine. Now we got this demon thing. But now like, he's kind of not in the demon thing. Yeah. But, you know, there's the whole flow chart of, well, if it's an Index thing or a Codex thing, you know, which kind of screws everything up. And now we're going to get this Thousand Suns Codex, which is essentially his legion. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean... So my, my question is, is how is the treatment going to be for this guy? Is he going to be in this codex? 100% should be. You know, and is he going to be Adeptus Astartes? Is he going to be Thousand Suns? Isn't like, he pictured on the front of the fucking thing? No, it's a um, sorcerer from the Terminators. Aramon? Uh, no, not Aramon. It's not Aramon. It's just a basic... Rubric uh, Marine. Sorcerer. It's like a rubric sorcerer or something like that, yeah. So, um, but... What we got from that one post, and this is, of course, we're recording Tuesday night, and this will be released on Friday support. I'm sure more will be released between now and then, so bear with us. Thursday night? Possibility. I'll try. We'll see, <laughs> you know. But, um, of course, the, the strong psychic abilities. A, a lot of what they released is about their psychic powers. And well, I already think that their psychic powers are going to be good anyways. They're fucking zinch. Right. So we, we would expect that. I mean, all of their space marines are psychers. The whole army is psychers they're all psychers right um so some of the things we got was like brotherhood of the sorcerers the range of all their psychic powers is increased by six inches this is like super strong smites are increased by six inches all of our psychic powers are increased i mean they already got some 18 in psychic power so it's it's the threat range the ability to reach out and buff is increased extreme on this but what we're seeing with the release in some of these books is the mirroring of certain things, right? And I see we see custodians are elite, and I feel like Thousand Sons are also going to fit into that category. We haven't seen any point cost yet, but you know these aren't going to be standard, you know, space marine point cost. Well, we've seen we've seen point hints like the ninety point bikes and shit. Yeah, but I think for like there's not going to be any bikes for Thousand Sons. It's going to be Zangors. This is going to be Rubik Marines. This is going to be. Right, right, right. So we're going to see some high point costed, you know, um, Grey Knight style point army here of the Thousand Suns. I think it's going to be an equivalent. So we've seen an elite army with an elite army released. We got the Blood Angels and Dark Angels released. So we're seeing kind of like the mirroring of, of Codex releases here. And I think this is what we're seeing here with the Thousand Suns. <laughs> yeah, you'd be yeah, taking eight, eight, eighth edition. We're gonna have very little books. You won't have to fucking have a backpack. Yeah, Hayden's gonna have like a whole library and a cart oh, yeah. rolling behind him for his army. Yeah, I, I have one. I have three detachments. And I, have I have nine one. books that caught co- <laughs> that are in these three. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have two. I do have the index. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Don't forget about that. It's very important. So uh, no, that was more of the lines that they keep fucking releasing chaos fucking books. 
Uh, the, the one of the psychic powers they got here was the the glamour of Zinch. This is a negative one to hit. Um, it's not an army wide, but pick a unit. It's minus one to hit them. Sweet. I mean, it's it's not as strong as like. So I can put that on Magnus. Yeah, for but, instance. But my dark reapers yeah, always hit on threes. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> <models> <laughs> <are> <laughs> <laughs> Had to get it in there, man. Yeah, you, every episode. Every but, episode. But my dark reapers. <laughs> How many Dark Reapers can I fit into a unit? Ten. To an army. Thirty guy, at most. I saw one guy's list. I was going through um, some of the LBO. Some people have already put lists on there. There's a guy running like 38 Dark Reapers. Why not? <laughs> Ray shaking his head like, no, nah, it's that's too many. That's so bad. It's so bad. It's so like one dimensional. Like it's really good if you go first, but. What happens if you go second? What if you go first and you don't roll that good? Or you can't see your opponent's army? Or half their armies and in deep strike. And then all your shit's fucking out with their dicks out. Mm-hmm. And it's Eldar, so you have little dicks. And, like, <laughs> they just die. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't get I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, the next one we on here was Doombolt. And I think this is, this is one of the strongest I've... This is a very good... This is very good. Uh, Doombolt has a warp, warp charge value of nine, warp. so it's pricey. Has a warp charge. Warp, nine. yeah. I'm, I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a warp. Warp, yeah. Okay, eat a dick. Uh, warp <laughs> charge value of nine. Um, if manifest, that selects an enemy unit within eighteen inches of the psyker and visible to him, the unit suffers D three mortal wounds, and in their following movement phase, must have their movement characteristic and cannot advance. Like, if you have a mobile army. If you can get a nine or a seven for Magnus, uh, yeah, yeah, eight if you're going against me. Well, ones. the the thing you need to take from Doombolt is it's a psychic power that selects an enemy unit within eighteen inches. That can be a character. Yeah, that's bad. So really, man, all of a sudden. But but imagine like a highly mobile unit. It's right? not girly man because girly man's slow. I'm saying like Saint Celestine. Saint Celestine. Yeah. Is that fucker going fucking twenty four fucking inches in a turn? But think about something you don't want moving very fast. You know that Saint bike Celestine. unit, Saint Celestine. You know, <laughs> and you can't advance. Uh, Gene Stealers. Yeah. Right. I have I have their movement characters, and you can't advance. Like like that's. Like it's a highly mobile, you like that'll come in handy a lot if you can get that cast off, yeah. right? So I thought that was pretty strong. That is a good spell. Um, and then there was, um, I think this was a uh, dark matter crystal. Yeah, it's a relic. It sounds like a relic. And sounds once gross. per battle, at the end of your movement phase, you can select a bearer of a friendly thousand suns infantry unit within twelve inches of him. Remove that unit from the battlefield oh, and immediately set it up. So this is one of those remove a unit from the battlefield and set it up someplace else. Like this is a very strong tactic, you know, that allows you to redeploy real quickly, capture an objective. In other words, I can just say like, oh yeah, so these forty Zangors, yeah, they're gonna go in your face now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't stop. Yeah. Them. So already, I mean, this we only got the first post, and this wasn't even everything we saw yeah, that's from the Thousand Suns, and this wasn't even everything that was in that first. Post this is like the best of that that I saw. I thought was really impactful, and I thought, yeah, these guys are gonna like, once again they're gonna be elite, 
right? They're going to have some strong tactics. I didn't even put like none of the stratagems that we saw were in there. I put on here. I mean, they're good, but like already we only have one post on this and already we're seeing some really strong stuff for South thousand suns. But once again, we're getting the Imperium chaos space Marine chaos, you know, back and forth. Yeah. Fucking boring bullshit. But if the rumor engine we're talking, we're about to talk about is anything to be believed that will be flipped on its head. Sure. Um, there. And of course this is from Daka Daka. So take it with a grain of salt. Oh, this is official news. You're right. It's official news, but it's floating around and it's rumors and news. So let's go ahead and talk about it. But in March, um, we're supposed to get Codex Necrons. Yeah. Woo. I can use my other army in my room. Maybe. Codex Tau. Well, nobody really cares. What army's up? Yeah. <laughs> you have vaginas on their foreheads. Um, April. Codex Harlequin. I knew April. She had really big tits. And then uh, the Drakari. This is your... Hey, I'm all about Drakari, too. So April is going to be all Eldar. All Eldari. What are you guys calling yourselves well, nowadays? It, uh, Eldari, sir. Eldari? Okay. You okay. fuck. Don't call me sir. I was a non-commissioned officer. I work for a living. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the army. You didn't work at all. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, but, I, I like how the rumor is Arlequin. Arlequin. <laughs> I'm excited for Dark Eldar. Nobody cares. Did you turn on your mic? Because then nobody cares. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> I, it's on, man. I know what I'm doing. I really... I'm, I'm eaten. like I'm excited about the Harlequins and Dark you know, Dark Eldar Drakari because I can use them right and I can ally with them and have Eldari soup. Back. But I'm actually more excited for Necrons just because Necrons are so fucking bad. They're pretty bad. I agree. Not pretty bad. Necrons are literally the worst piece of shit army in fucking eighth edition. Like what? What do they need at this point? Because I know points the- reductions up the fucking ass. Yeah, but like they they need an Eldar treatment on points. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I mean, is that the only thing that's gonna fix them? Yeah, if they would go down to points, then their fucking rule would actually matter because you could field enough of them where it would matter. Yes, it's actually like fighting a legion for once. Instead of... Literally, if points were cheaper, if half, if not more on some units, then Necron, you could leave them exactly how they were, they just would never die. Yeah. And they still have to get within 24 inches, their guns aren't the greatest, but at least, you know, they're good. They're slow, what Necrons do is they're resilient, right? They just survive. And they're not resilient right now, because they're, like, Aether Dish is, is so killy, it's more killy than a Necron fucking... Index fucking army. Necrons suck. They're fucking literally the worst codex. <laughs> they are fucking the worst index. The worst index, yeah. Whatever you want to call it, they are bad. Well, hopefully in March we'll have something new to talk about. I, I hope so, and I hope I'm fucking playing them. Because I know you're a fucking... Necron fanboy. I know it was like, was it your first army or one of your Necron? First? Nah, it wasn't my first. It was more. That was actually. It was one of my last like. Oh, I want to do this army. Because I gotcha. thought fucking Terminators were cool. Have an yeah. army of fucking Terminators. Terminators. They have cool looking models. Like, I've considered collecting Necrons, you know, because... They're easy to paint. 
Well, I mean, true that. Fucking Ray approved. Well, I, you know, beyond the ease to paint, I think there's variation in the model. I think you could find like the lore, like the Necron Lords and everything. Now, I don't like that the new models don't have the tubes. I missed that part. Oh, they got rid of the, the clear plastic tubes, yeah, right? You have to paint them now. And you have to fucking paint that bullshit. Yeah. So now that's too much fucking effort. And they need to fucking bring the tubes back. But, I well, mean, you had to a- choose between green and orange back then, didn't you? Or was it? Well, you there was oh, third parties God. where you could get like blue and orange and red. Yeah, that was pretty cool. cool. Now you can't. Well, I'm pretty sure you still can. No, but I'm I mean, sure you can. You would have to do extensive work to get the place them actually in the fucking little slots. I mean, you have to use a pair of snips and cut it out. And then that's fucking a it. lot, dude. <laughs> yeah, minimal effort. Remember, <laughs> fuck minimal effort. Now May comes around and they got board games. I'm super excited about fucking board games. Monopoly, Warhammer 40k Monopoly. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it just says May board game. I have that now. Yeah, you're fucking kidding me. No, no go GW. You can only get a GW store. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but May and then also May is when the Demon Primarch uh, <laughs> Lemus Lemon Russ Lemon Russ comes out. Yeah, we got the Space Wolves in uh, May, according to this. And did you, hopefully, did you post that picture of his status slate. Uh, I didn't post that. No, it wasn't me. Oh, I thought you reposted it. It wasn't me. It wasn't him. No. But they got you on the counter. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> One on the sofa? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I even got you on camera! It wasn't me. <laughs> uh, April, uh, May, or early June, is what this says. Worse. A big release for Elves. That's another one I'm excited. I like Elves. Elves. I hope they're good. Elves. I don't know elves for pointy ears. I hope we get the fuck out of here. I don't know what elves is. Okay. I don't know what elves is. <laughs> okay. And then June Codex Orcs, and then a 40k campaign box and a 40k campaign book. And this is going to coincide, of course, with the the um, the the big FAQ releases and the. Um, the chapter approved for June. We're supposed to get like every like three months. Thing big is supposed to happen, right? That's what we're being told, I guess. Right? Sure. That's when they're gonna fucking kill the pri- uh the emperor. The emperor. Fucking uh, what is Gilman and Cole's gonna walk in, cut his dick off, and he's gonna die. <laughs> All right. Ray's got them sleepy eyes right now. He's. I've been up since one, motherfucker. I haven't. I haven't. So that that's 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 quite a bit for the data slate. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll close this this episode out. Uh, I wanted this to be a quick cast, and once again, we went way over time. So be a good show. Be a good Indeed. Show. Good show. All right, we'll be back uh, with the conclusion of the show. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Well, let me tell you about Broken Knives. Broken Knives is the role playing games where Picasso was the boxing and Tyson is to art. These two dudes have literally made tens of dollars producing professional-grade content for your gaming table. You can check out their newest series for 5th edition D&D, The Tales of Bentev and the Bard, on dmsguild.com. That's dmsguild.com. Tales of Bentevin is an adventure supplement for the Dungeon Masters. It's about a nefarious bard that seems just like screwing with people. If you're the Dungeon Master, it's basically harassing your players, but in a playful kind of way. And it's all on DMsGuild.com. 
Also, I've been told I have to say this three times, so it's dmsguild.com. So get the first four tales of Ben Tevin the Bard for free on dmsguild.com. Wait, that's four times. Sorry, I went too far. dmsguild.com. It's been a long show. It has. Ray is laying on the bed. He's almost snoring like Alex over here in the corner. Um, you got a little sloppity Bile Piper drunk over there. Sloppy. Uh, been up since 1 a.m. He keeps saying that. He keeps saying that. He's been eating donuts and chips. Just reiterating. It's all good. Yeah. Um, donuts are pretty good. Been a good show. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff today. Uh, we got some chaos information in. Hayden showed up finally. It was great to have him on. Thanks for coming back. Exactly. Um, uh, we got you know tactics of what's going to go down on LVO from Ray. He gave us some good insights, some information on that. It was a good discussion there. Um, we talked some new data slate. But the most important part, the hero of the show, and the reason we're all here is what we have been drinking. It's all gone. It's gone. <laughs> what we have been drinking. Um, garage Brewing. Um, <clears throat> I brought in a beer from them earlier, but we had their apple pie beer. Hold on. Let me... Let me Phil lazily handing me the apple pie, five point four ABV. Oh, it's five point four. That was four. Yeah, it's five point four. Um, point four. Really sweet. I know you guys enjoyed it. What'd you think about it, Ray? I like it. Especially yeah. on Tuesday, it's eight dollars. Yeah, Phil. What'd you think about the apple growler. pie? Uh, dangerous. Dangerous. Um, <laughs> sweet beers are not traditionally my thing. Uh, dangerous. You know, it's dangerous. <laughs> Sweet. I like sour beer, guy. I like sour beer. Yeah, I mean, you, we did the sour kick for a while. Um, it was all right. I, I, it was okay. I just sweet beers are not generally my thing. Uh, the IPA though we had the inline IPA, pretty good. Oh, it's good. Um, little citrusy, little 13 floral. Thirteen bucks a growler. Yeah, yeah. IPA. Worth it though. It's worth the extra. Is it the, worth the extra? The bucks on that one, extra Washingtons. Um, definitely my favorite of the night. Who? The Washingtons. I'm just kidding. What? You know, the uh, father of our country. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but that was really good. Um, I highly recommend giving them a try. Garage Brewing, It's they're not just local. I think they're sold pretty much across the country. Um, so I highly recommend giving Garage Brewing a try. Um, they got a, a whole number of beers. They're always trying something new. They're a lot here locally. If you're here local, give them a look. They're over in uh, Temecula off of Jefferson and uh, Temecula Parkway. They have a, like a brew pub and like pizza place. Um but I think that is it for the show. Ray is stroking his beard in the in the main of I have to go to sleep now. Um, Phil has his head back in the I'm going to put a cock in my mouth pose. Hayden's over there slapping his knees. He just got off work. He's jazzed up. He's ready to go. You can probably do the two hours of podcasting if I have to. Fuck me. <laughs> well, he did invite me over here. But thanks again for following us in a, or, or joining us. For another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted, I'm of course your host, Danny. I'm joined by my best friends, Ray. Eldor will be top eight for sure. And Phil. Hey, guys. And Hayden. And Chaos will be. All right, drink up, ladies.